Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know where the hell we are? Well, I think we just finished our first week of Isaiah Mm -hmm. with many more to come. Yes. And in that first week, I recall lots of bemoaning women and, um, you know, Israel's all going to die and, and, you know, just all kinds of really crazy, batshit, nutty stuff. Isaiah giving lots of prophecies about yes. what's to come. Right, yes. right, yeah. That. That's what I remember. Yes. Okay. So that was uh, last week. 
this week, uh, we're starting a new week, obviously, because it's a, it's a new week. It's yeah. Monday. Yeah, so what are we going to be getting into today? Isaiah chapter 6. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so we are getting into Isaiah chapter 6. Okay. Continuing on with his nonsense. Yes. And from the notes that I took, it looks like we just got more nonsense coming at us. Oh, boy. Are that you excited? Like I'm so excited about the nonsense. I love his nonsense. It's ridiculous <laughs> and stupid. I don't love his nonsense. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. I think it's pretty shit nonsense. It's, about women and about death and All his and craziness. are stupid. I feel like he's the 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 guy railing on the corner about like the end of the world, you know? Oh, he's the one wearing the um the sandwich board yeah. sign that says the end is nigh and exactly. ringing the bell. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In the year that King Uzziah died. That year. Yeah, sure. It was a big year. That I mean, when kings die. Yeah. Well, I have some notes about this guy. Okay. It was a big year. Okay. All right. Yeah. I saw the Lord. Whoa. Yeah, he did. Damn. High and exalted, seated on a throne. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I saw God. He was sitting up there on that throne. Yeah. And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. Wow. Six wings. Let me tell you why they had six wings. Ready? Okay. With two wings, they covered their faces because, you know, they can't look at God, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. With two more, they covered their feet. Okay. Because apparently feet are disgusting and embarrassing. So why did he give them to them? I don't know. Okay. And with two, they were flying because obviously. Right. They got to fly. Yeah. Yeah, Obviously. And they were calling to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. That's what the angels. That's interesting. Yeah. Do they do that, like, nonstop throughout all of eternity? I mean... Or just this one time when Isaiah saw them? It sounds to me like they were already doing that, and Isaiah looked up and was like, oh, look at them guys up there. That's an interesting thing to see. Repeating that. Maybe he took too many drugs that day. That's what I'm thinking might have happened. Well, there is a guy who took mushrooms (laughs) and... um, or he claims that he took mushrooms before he got on an airplane, and then he tried to take over the flight. Hmm. Like that okay. just happened. That just happened recently. No shit. Yeah, but everybody's like, "Boo, you're lying," <laughs> because mushrooms don't do that or something like that. They're right. like, um, it would have been out of your system by then anyway. So right. false, false. Stop giving mushrooms a bad name, you. Yeah, that's what everybody's saying. But mushrooms him. could, you know, you could see God if you were wanting to see God. You could probably see God, but this guy wasn't claiming he saw God. He was depressed. Right. He was kind of mental, and he was trying to take over the flight. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. They you. were like, absolutely not, sir. Sit down. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So that happened. Okay. Anyway, maybe this dude was on mushrooms and seeing God. That's what I'm saying, And the, yeah. the angels with six wings. Right. That's not the only time we'll hear about angels with six wings, just so you know. there's a. have seen some depictions of what angels actually look like. I mean, like, not... Are, not actually, are actually but like supposed to look right, like, like based yeah. on the descriptions in the Bible, and they are some fucked up beings. They do not look angelic. No, they do not. Let me tell you. Yeah, I've seen pictures too, and they are freakazoids. They really are. Yeah, like everybody has this image of this like heavenly creature, oh. 
But like, that is not what the depictions look like when you're talking about the description from the Bible. Yeah, no, they are like Greek monsters. Yeah, yeah, know? they're crazy looking. They look like they could give the Minotaur a run for his money. <laughs> like, seriously, they're freaks. Yeah. Not happy with, with the angels of the Bible. No, no. I mean, they got six wings. Right. Know? Well, I mean, yeah. Weird. Sure. At the sound of their voices... Yeah, He's, the seraphim. The seraphim's voices, holy, 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 right, whatever, yeah. great, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So Isaiah's like, at the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Mm. You know, God smoke. I bet he, was he the only person that saw this, probably? This time, this once, yeah. I mean, ever. But I mean, <laughs> other people have claimed to see God in the Bible and, and said yeah. he was sitting up on his throne. Yeah, no, I, I know. And don't forget... Um, Christians love this part of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Like, really, this stuff is almost like New Testament adjacent. Got it. Okay? Yeah. Because these are all of the things that the Christians, like, lean on. Because they're like, see how those prophecies told what was going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. They, they love this shit. Sure. Okay? Yeah. Woe to me, I cried. He, yeah. yeah, I would say that sure, too. I guess if I saw that shit happening, right. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. What do he do with his lips? He shut up. <laughs> he said lots of bad foul language. Oh, okay. And he said right. not nice things. I was just wondering. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. So he's mm -hmm. like, oh fuck me. Yeah, he's not supposed to do that. Apparently, no. Right. He's like, oh, even shit. the seraphim had their eyes covered. Yeah, with their, you know, fifth and sixth wings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand it right? either. <laughs> then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. Okay, you know, coal being hot. Yeah, angel couldn't. I mean, unless it. it's not hot, there is coal that's not hot. Well, this, but was this one's hot. A live coal. Yeah. Okay. So All right. Got it. So this one's hot. It was hot. Yeah. Yeah. And so the angel, see, here's the thing, though. They talked about the angel's wings. They didn't talk about if the angels have hands. Apparently they have hands. I guess they have hands in addition to their wings. That's a lot of uh, moving parts. Right? Do they have, well, and it said they have feet. Right. Do they have yep. legs? I mean, I would think they have to have legs if they got feet. They don't have to, but it sounds like they probably do. They're very, they, it sounds like they're in a bit of a human form. A human with form, six wings. but with six wings. Right, yeah. Got it. Okay. And so, anyway, so this angel picked up some hot coals off of the altar. Mm -hmm. You know, the one that's there in heaven. Right. In front of God's throne. Because why not? Yeah. Sure. With it, he touched my mouth. That's... Why? Did you get, like, third-degree burns, dude? And said, see, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Yeah, you just gave me fucking third-degree burns on my lips. I would hope that that makes me all better sin wise like cancels out but i don't i don't see how this does i don't understand he's in heaven is it a real fire no no probably not no it's god fire okay it's god altar sure know? sure then i heard the voice of the lord say oh the mm. voice of the lord you heard it with you your ear it. holes apparently they didn't bleed out apparently not i don't get it honestly I'm... i don't get it because you're supposed to like melt if you see or hear god some other people have heard it god before in the bible so far i think it usually was like through 
of another angel though, wasn't it? Not every time. No, well, some no, of the prophets Moses were able heard to. Him straight. Right. Yeah. 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 I just. I don't know. It just strikes me as weird. Like he's just up there There's talking the, to God. But that—that we've talked about this before. There's no real consistency to how right. they treat things as far as how they're supposed to work in the Bible. So right. The, you, this is why we have so many fucking contradictions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true. Right. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, "Whom shall I send? Who will go for us?" And I said, "Here I am. Send me." Where are we sending where me are you, to? Where are you going? Him to. What, what are you doing? Where we, yeah. Like, Wouldn't you ask that first? Yeah. I guess, like, well, I mean, I guess if the Lord's, you know, talking to you and you see the Lord in heaven in front of you. And he says, I guess who you don't, should I send? Maybe you don't I'd be question, looking around. But maybe you don't question Wouldn't God? you, though? Would, like, okay. I think I would, so yeah. So you're, you're there in heaven, right? You're standing and some angel just fucking burned you with, with coal, coal. on the mouth. And said, you're clean now. Yeah. And then God says, who should I send? Don't you look around and be like, send, yeah, what, um, but then I, I probably would just automatically say, send where? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Send, send where? <laughs> yeah. He said, God said, yeah, go and tell this people, go, this people, go and tell this people be ever hearing, but never understanding, be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Make the heart of this people calloused. Make their eye, make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Um, what? Go on purpose. Make them not be able to understand, and that way they can't be healed. Right? This makes no fucking then sense. Then I, Isaiah, said, for how long, Lord? Yeah. How long do I have to confuse the issue? Okay. Wh- right? Why are okay? I'm yeah. not. Sh- I'm not sure. I'm. I'm confused. That's I'm for just, fucking sure. I'm just reading what's on. On. No, I. I hear you. You know. I'm. I'm I hear. I, I hear don't the have words. the answers. <laughs> I hear the words. I but just, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. Go them. on purpose. Confuse everything. Sure. Yeah. Be the Tower of Babel on purpose. Mm-hmm. Go. Okay. And do this. Yeah. He's like, um. Okay, but for how long though? And God answered. Until the cities lie ruined and without inhabitant, until the houses are left deserted and the fields ruined and ravaged, until the Lord, you know, me, Mm -hmm. has sent everyone far away and the land is utterly forsaken, and though a tenth remains in the land, it will again be laid waste. But as the terebinth and oak leave stumps, so these trees, as they leave stumps, when they are cut down, so the holy seed will be the stump in the land. Okay. I don't get it. That's I, I think, well, I mean, this is, so Isaiah is prophesizing that, you know, before this, he was prophesizing that all the people are going to die and they're going to be scattered and blah, scattered, blah, blah. Smothered. Yeah, right? <laughs> so this is God fulfilling that through Isaiah, some more, giving him some more prophecy to give. Like, hey, I'm going to confuse people. This is your tasks now. You got to confuse them to make my prophecy, to make your prophecy that I told you about apparently come true, right? Okay. So he's he's got to confuse the people of Israel until they're too confused to function. Maybe I I don't really understand I what the fuck's going on here exactly. This seems like a dumb plan. Like, it why really would does. God do this? And why? How does Isaiah have the amount of power to confuse the Israelites to the point that they're of their own ruin? Right? Like, that doesn't make sense to me exactly either. And I, mean, you, I get he's prophet, but, like... 
what are you gonna just go around doing like math at them like hold on i have something that'll be really confuse your ass <laughs> let's do calculus let me tell you about quantum physics i you know what really confused me what? have you ever seen those um puzzles where they take like um, they take a toothpick out and then they make like a shape that was there and then they make it into another shape, but they removed a toothpick and they're like, how did you do it? And I'm like, yes, I, I don't fucking know how you do it. I can't do Show it. me. I can't I need do those. To, I'm like, what the fuck? How did that happen? Yeah. I can't do those either. Right. And it's like the same size, but they removed it. I'm like, what? What is yeah. that? I don't, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. That would confuse me. Yeah. But I don't know about Isaiah. Isaiah, I would think he's just crazy. I think he's on mushrooms. I think he that's, nailed that's it. That's what I think, yeah. Yeah. It sounds kind of loony to me. Okay, you know what really confuses me? What's that? Okay, I saw this meme and I was like 100%. Okay. This meme showed water, or no, it showed plants, right? Yeah. And they're just like totally in water. There's no dirt. And they're like, oh, and they're perfect and happy, right? Mm-hmm. But then they're in dirt and they're sad because they got root rot from too much fucking water what what if they're in just nothing but water Mm -hmm. they're happy and fine no root rot okay but if you have like a plant that's actually planted in dirt yeah you can water it too much i see how but not when how i don't know why how I, i don't know i don't understand i don't either it makes no fucking sense i'm like no yeah. You don't. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> you will get the water that I give you and you will be happy whether there's dirt involved or not. Got it. Yeah. That's what I'm like. Apparently the plants don't agree with you though. They don't. And here's the thing. I didn't know anything about that until the kid went on a vacation with their other family and they left plants for me to take care of. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't take care of plants. Right. And then they had told me how often to water them. And. Um, I had seen the plants for a while, a few weeks ago, soaking just in pure water. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's neat. Right. And that's a thing? Okay. That's cool. And then I saw that meme right after and I was like, yeah, what is that? Why? (laughs) Why? What is it? Why root rot? Why? I don't know. It doesn't make fucking sense. That confuses me like your toothpick. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. So do you have, um, root rot aside, do we have notes on this chapter? I do have some notes. I do. I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I got really excited about things that are confusing. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, Ooh. Okay. One more thing and then I'm done. Okay. So remember when we saw the commercial for um, the Everything Bagel Nature Valley granola bars? Yes. And we were like, that sounds great. I can't wait to try them. Mm-hmm. And then we did, and we were like, not, no, not what I wanted. Yeah, not good. at all. No, do no. not recommend. I found that very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to like it too. Me too. Me too. Everything we were so bagel, excited. bagel Nature Valley bar sounded yeah. delicious. It sounded so good, but it just it, it wasn't, wasn't. It wasn't what I imagined. No. And my my taste buds and my brain and my stomach they were all very confused. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, they were. Okay. Done. Okay, mm-hmm. done with the confusion. Okay. All right, so here's the thing. I guess, I guess Nature Valley probably won't be sponsoring us. Oh, shit. Sorry, Nature <laughs> Valley. I mean, I like your other stuff. It's all good. Yeah, although I don't know about those new flavors. Like they got cheddar and barbecue now or oh, something. Oh, no, I'm not for, yeah, I'm not I'm like, for what? those. What is no. that all about? No, I don't need all that. No. 
But I wouldn't like that on any brand. Right. To be fair. Right. Like, I'm not, whatever. I'm not a barbecue kind of gal, honestly. Okay. So here's the thing. This chapter that we just read mm-hmm. cross references with Second Chronicles chapter 26 and Second Kings chapter 15. Okay. And in Second Kings, Uzziah is called Azariah. Okay. But it's the same guy. Okay. Okay. Sure. So here's the thing. Uzziah began his reign when he was only 16 years old and he reigned for 52 years. Mm. And overall, he was a really good king. Okay. Okay. He like had a lot of wins and he conquered a lot of land and he followed the Lord mostly. Got it. So to say this happened the year he died. Right. It was kind of a big deal. it. It was a big year when that guy died. His life, Uzziah's life ended tragically. In one of those, I can't remember if it was Second Kings or Second Chronicles, one of right. those, because they're covering the same time period. Sure. Um, it says, he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. Mm. Okay. okay. So he burned incense on the altar of incense, but he, I guess it was the wrong kind on the Well, wrong I day. think maybe it's because he's not a priest or something. Oh, right? that's right. Do or you remember maybe, that maybe now? it was that he had put, remember there was one king that had put the temple in the wrong place or something yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was maybe one of those He two. did it wrong anyway. Right. It was wrong, whatever it was. Yes. And in response, God struck Uzziah with leprosy and he was an isolated leper until his death. Oh, which Man. was estimated as around 740 BCE. Got it. FYI. Okay. Okay. Yep. So that's that's a thing. Like to say the year that king died, like this was after over 50 years of wins and then a tragic end to his career. Got it. So that's why it was kind of a big deal when he was like, hey, remember that one year when that one king died? Yeah. That is the year that I saw God. Got it. It, it would be like saying like, so in 2001, that was the year of 9-11 in America. Right. And that was the same year I moved to Ohio. It Got wasn't, it. but I'm just saying if it was. Right, right. You know, yeah. actually I moved here in 2000. Right. So. Yeah. But whatever, like it was, it was a big deal to say this thing that happened to me that's a big deal happened during this other thing that was a big deal. Sure. Okay. Yep. So that's one note. Here's another note. This is the only chapter in the Bible where the angel guys were referred to as seraphim. I wondered. That's the first time I had heard it. So, mm-hmm. okay. So seraphim means burning ones. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is interesting. In other passages, angels are referred to as cherubim. Yeah. Right? Right. Now, there is some question as to whether the seraphim are the same thing as the cherubim. Okay. But the cherubim are often described as burning or made of fire. Hmm. So there are some people who say absolutely they are the same. Got it. But then there's others who are like, no, they're clearly a separate being. They're right. A separate type of... But I mean, it's really hard to tell because there were so many different translations going back and forth that they could very well be the same. Overall, who fucking cares? Because angels aren't real. Right. But it is interesting that this is the only chapter that refers to any angels at all as seraphim. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, there's that. Okay. I did find it interesting that they are 
seraphim means burning ones and yet even though they're burning ones they had to pick up a live coal with a tongue <laughs> like so you're not very burning right are you? yeah they they can't handle that much burning live coals shit right Okay, this is a note that I came across that's not really about this chapter in particular. Yeah. But it just struck me as so interesting that I had to copy it down. It was about the throne. And I I didn't care, you know, God sitting on a throne, right? Yeah. I didn't really care about all of the other notes that whatever. Who cares? Okay. It's a throne. God sits on a throne. Sure. Okay. So... This this guy that was talking about this, and I'm not going to name him because I'm talking shit about him, and I think that would be mean. Okay. But he's talking about the throne and how God sits on a throne and only a king sits on a throne and blah, 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 right? Uh-huh. And then he goes, the core belief of atheism or materialism is that there is no throne. There is a seat of authority or power. There is no seat of authority or power all the universe must answer to. Yeah. The core belief of humanism is that there is a throne, but man sits upon it. That's not what... No. But the Bible makes it clear that there is a throne in heaven, and no fallen man sits on the throne, but the Lord God is enthroned in heaven. This guy has no idea what he's talking... I mean, like, he's just making shit up about people. Right? That's dumb. Yeah. Whatever. They all hate... I mean, like... And we eat babies, got it. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. We eat babies and we worship Satan and we cast spells on each other and we have sex in the streets. Right, right. Yeah. What else do we do? We we fuck dogs. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So we ride goats and and make them dance in the skies. I I don't fucking know. Right, yeah. I'm not in on that that aspect of it if y'all are doing that, so I, I don't I don't Maybe hit us up. Let us know how that's going. I don't believe in Satan any more than I believe in the right. God or whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously. Even the Satanists don't believe in Satan. So, no, I know. You know. Um. So, did there, I take it there was no notes on that confusing bit there at the end of the chapter? No, not that I saw. Okay. Um, I will be doing more research in coming okay. days because it left off in the middle I right, and, and maybe it'll complete the thought on the yeah. next chapter, but, like, that was very odd. It was very odd. It was like, go confuse people, and right. Isaiah's like, sounds great, but Which for how long I can though? have it make sense to my head a little bit, but I still would like some clarification on it. Um, The only thing that I did see with, was that he was like, you have to go preach the word of God, yeah. and that is confusing, mm-hmm. and you have to keep doing it even though it's confusing. Okay. But that's not how that read to me. No. So I, that's what I, when I say I have no notes, I'm like the only notes that I have didn't read right to me. I don't think they interpreted that correctly. Got it. Got so it. I didn't trust those notes. Okay. And that was the same guy that talked about the throne. And I was like, mm. Right. And that's the only notes I came across. So. Okay. Well, so that was uh, what we have for Isaiah chapter six. Correct. And tomorrow we will be back with. Isaiah chapter seven. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. 
Do you remember what happened yesterday? I believe Isaiah was on some drugs, maybe, and mm-hmm, saw mm-hmm. God in the sky and some angels. On a throne. On a throne and some angels with six wings covering their eyes and shit. Scary. And yeah, it was some weird crap going on. Yeah. Six winged angels. That's the part I remember. Right. And and they were seraphim, which means burning hot, yet they had to use coals to pick up. This they had to use tongs to tongs pick up coals. to pick up coal, not coal to pick up tongs. Right. And they touched Isaiah's lips with it and burned his face off. I, I don't know about his burning his face off, but they they cleansed him apparently by burning mm. his mouth. Mm. So I like to think of the scene in Indiana Jones <laughs> <That's> <laughs> when the dude melted. Not quite how that went. No. No, but in my in my head canon, that's the way it went. Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. So yesterday we and and we're running late today. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody. Happy Halloween, though. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So yesterday we went over Isaiah chapter six, mm-hmm. and that would mean that today we'll be going over. Isaiah chapter 7. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. All right, Isaiah chapter 7. Okay. I'm hating this so far. Do <laughs> you think this one will be gooder? No. Okay. But I mean, it's at least we have storylines, you know, we have like storylines, but it's there's, weird. They're talking about this, I, I like this better than Psalms. I like this better than Proverbs. Okay, I guess the bar is really low. You're right. right. Yeah, it's just that it's all prophecy shit, and it feels too close to New Testament. And I guess but that's because you're st- doing the research. You wouldn't necessarily like this was this is Old Testament. So like, unless you know about Jesus, which but hypothetically, because we haven't read the Bible yet, but it's all you know, prophecy. We, don't, we, don't, we only know it because of you know people that tell us about jesus right okay okay i hear you but it's even just reading it it's it's all prophecy sure and that's i hate it i hate it you know what really bothers me for isaiah's sake hmm. is that if you prophesize anything wrong mm-hmm. it's the death it's a death sentence i know so but maybe if you prophesize far enough out like past when you're gonna die oh, yeah then, it then you don't gotta matter. worry about it right yeah that's smart that's actually really smart you know what i hate I hate I hate how the name Isaiah is spelled. It's so difficult for me. <laughs> like literally, I have to like look at it and go A I A A I A. And I mean, you heard me. I said pick up coal to use tongs. Yeah, or... you were having speaking problems. I get words ago. backwards. I get letters backwards. Yeah. I have dyslexia. It's a problem. Right, right. So names like Isaiah they bother you. They feel ableist. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's read this. Yes. When Ahaz, son of Jotham, son of Uzziah, who was king of Judah. Okay. King Rezim of Aram and Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel. Mm -hmm. All those names. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. When all them marched up to fight against Jerusalem, but they could not overpower it. Okay. Okay. Sure. Now the house of David was told Aram has allied has allied itself with Ephraim. Okay. Sure. So the hearts of Ahaz and his people were shaken as the trees of the forest are shaken by the wind, or like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> shake it, shake it, shake it. Yeah. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, "Go out, you and your son Shir Jeshub, 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 Shir Jeshub, Shir Jeshub." To meet Ahaz at the end of the aqueduct of the upper pool on the road to the launderer's field. Okay. 
yeah, go out there that, that guy and say to him be careful keep calm and don't be afraid do not lose heart because of these two smoldering stubs of firewood because of the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram and of the sons of Remaliah. Aram, Ephraim, and Remaliah's son have plotted your ruin, saying, Let us feed Judah. Invade Judah. Let us tear it apart and divide it among ourselves and make the son of Tebiel king over it. Yet this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Is it what the Sovereign Lord says? Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It, he says... It will not take place. It will not happen. For the head of a ram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is only resin. Within 65 years, Ephraim will be too shattered to be a fucking people. Uh, okay. The head of Ephraim is Samaria. The head of Samaria is only Ramalia's son. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. Okay. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz. Ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or in the highest heights. But Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. Okay. So he was offered like a sign. Like yeah. God will give you a sign. But um, Ahaz is like, you're not supposed to test the Lord. But he was hiding behind those words. Like he, he was pretending like... Um, no, I'm not going to let the Lord, I'm not going to ask to test the Lord because that's against the Lord and, and I'll get in trouble. Okay. But the Lord was like literally telling him, no, you can test me. It's fine. But how are you, like if you've never talked to the Lord before, right? Mm -hmm. How are you supposed to know? No, that the for Lord's real, telling... this time it's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah I just, don't know. I'm just saying, like if you, if you grow, okay, let's just assume, I'm not assuming this, but like, let's just for the story's sake. Pretend. Say yeah. that God talked to him, right? Mm -hmm. But he grew up his whole life learning this religion where you're not supposed to hear from God, right? You're right. supposed to take it on faith or whatever, And maybe it's right? a test. And maybe it's a test. Yeah. And how are you supposed... You're in a very stressful time. There's lots of war going on. There's lots of things happening, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. How are you supposed to take your... What you perceive happened as something that is real and true? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, like, what what is it that indicates that it's real? Yeah. It... Well, the fact that Isaiah, you accept that he's a prophet, right? But why do I accept Isaiah as a prophet? Well, I guess that you just do. But there's no, they don't give any good qualifying right. reasons. Exactly. Why? Exactly. It's just, no, but the Bible said it, so it's true. Right, but that, that's bullshit. But, I mean, Ahaz is like, I don't really know you all that well. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> right. it, I would need better evidence. Like, like I'm not saying Ahaz is... Not a bad guy. Right. He may very well be. Like, I don't remember what all he got up to. I don't think he was a great king or something. Sure. Whatever. I'm not here to defend him as a king or a person. Right. I'm just saying in this particular circumstance, no, I totally agree with you. Like, how do we know? We're putting reasoning in him and making his heart evil in this. And maybe it wasn't. Maybe he was just like, I'm not fucking taking that bait well and i know how this ends based on what i know of the of the quote unquote the, the lord, lord he can make you either accept the information or not he can right. harden your heart he can make you i mean yeah. so how is it up to this person in any sense right as to what's going to happen is this the moment when you be like ah lord's gonna just be razzing me <laughs> or when you're like I totally will do whatever the Lord says, even if it's against what the Lord said yesterday. I just, I really struggle with how to determine what it is you're supposed to do in any given moment with regard to what the Lord wants. Right. Because 
It's never a direct message. And even if it was a direct message, it could be him fucking with you. Right. Like, there is no consistent message as to how to handle things that come from the word of God. Right. I guess what apologists would say is, okay, that's fair. That's a fair argument. So what he should have done is gone inside and hit his hit the floor, got on his knees and prayed to God and asked for guidance. Should I test you, Lord? And God would have given him a sign. Study it out. But okay. We, <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I just, I'm, I'm just questioning this. That's all. No, I, I hear you and I agree with you, obviously. Yeah. Then Isaiah said, here now, you house of David. Is it not enough to try the patience of humans? Will you try the patience of my God also? I feel like Isaiah's uppity. He's like, I yeah. speak for God. What's up? Right. Also, he was working both sides. Like, he was working for Judah and mm-hmm. Jerusalem or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, so I don't know how any of these guys can trust him either. Right. That's true. You know, you're playing both teams here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Hello. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Hold on. Okay. Look, I get, I get why, I get, I get, yeah, I see where this is going, (laughs) but we're talking to a king back in the times of David and what have you, or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, you know, past that, but still around the same time, right? Kings and chronicles, yes. Which is before Mm -hmm. the conception of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they're asking him to, they're, they're asking him to wait for it. There's a, there's an immediate problem going on with the war. Yeah. Right now. And, and, and he's like, no, but just wait about four to seven hundred years right, and right. this thing is going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. then you'll know. Right. Like that yeah. That makes no fucking sense. No. No. That, why would you even, you don't even need to bring that up. If it's four to seven hundred years down the road, no I mean, one cares. Sure. Write it down just to be like, and then they'll talk about me. That's, right. That's but such, still. To, to call that a prophecy about Jesus is such bullshit. Well, I saw notes on this and I didn't write them down because um, they weren't like super pertinent to this chapter per se, but there is um, an argument over how to accept this. Like Christians are obviously like, nope, he prophesied the Lord at the end, (laughs) right? But there are other people who are like, no, hang on a second, Um, you know, that that is something else that happened like in the future of this okay. like later yeah um what this refers to is not christ but um somebody who was pregnant in the castle at that time who may also have been a virgin or not an unwed mother maybe um who did happen to name her son emmanuel and so okay. this happened got it right yeah so there's just two different arguments over was it Jesus or was it just some dude? I, it and was I'm just like, some dude. It was some dude, y'all. Right? Yeah. Like, why is that even a question? They're like, no, but Jesus. Because they they have to try real hard to make their religion be relevant. That's I mean, why. okay. Now, to be fair, to be fair, um, he will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive. Mary was a virgin, hypothetically, uh, right. and give birth to a son. She gave birth to a son. 50% could have gone either way, right? Okay. She named him Emmanuel. He will be eating curds and honey when he knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right. 
For before the boy knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right, the land of the two kings you dread will be laid waste. Okay, but anybody who <laughs> studies religion knows that these things were written by humans. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they were really, really, really wanting to make this work yes. with regard to an extension and the the coming Messiah, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they, they wanted this coming Messiah to be so fucking real, right? And so they retrofit it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm I just, just I, it's, I'm trying, I'm trying to play fair here. I'm, I'm extending courtesies that are undeserved. I will tell you that much. I just, I, it bothers me because I don't know how you can read this and say that this, how do you not see that? How do you not see that that's at least a possibility? How do you not discuss that? How do you just accept it the, on quote unquote fate that this is all just like an actual prophecy and an actual thing that happened and not say, well, maybe they took this and said the same thing over right. there because they wanted to, make, you know, it had to fit. Had to, they, they wanted to make it work. Well, look, here's my thing. I've said it before. I don't have a switch on where I can just disregard all of this and suddenly just be like, you know what? Fuck all this. I believe. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't understand how that works. Um, however, imaginary god guy, sky daddy does have the ability, the power, if you will, the magic yeah. to um, harden people's heart or to fill them with love or whatever. Right. So God could very easily turn on my light switch you would and make me believe. It would actually make a lot of sense for him to do it in the middle of one of our podcasts for right? us. Right. We just like suddenly become like godly right now. Right. Like or one, two, three, go. Or a reluctant prophet who right. like suddenly became an apologist and was like, actually, husband, I will tell you <laughs> how this works. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine our listeners if they suddenly heard us make like a one or a oh 360 God. or no, it'd be a 180 switch. Yeah. yeah 180. 180 switch. Yeah. And, and they started talking about God. Oh my goodness. Like they'd be like, what the fuck happened? And they, they'd have to start questioning. Right. Like it would no, be a, they wouldn't. They would well, be like, what a scam, those well, bitches. Well, yeah, no, that's what would really happen. But. <laughs> especially especially Patreon listeners, like, they would be like, I want my money back. And you know what? I wouldn't even blame them. Right, right. Yeah, but I'm just, but it, I'm somebody out there would be like, I'm going to research this. You know what I mean? Because, like, it would make somebody think, I would think. Maybe. I hope. Maybe. Maybe people don't think. I don't. Th I hope people don't think we're that shallow. I'm not, but right. you might be. I'm just not. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Neither Jeez. of us is. That's why we're sitting here, because neither of us is. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I don't have the ability to believe this, and I can only look at this askance, and that's not my fault. Baby, right. I was born this way, so the song goes, <laughs> you know? So, okay, but the prophecy goes on. Sure. Okay. okay. The Lord will bring on you and your people and on the house of your father a time unlike any since Ephraim broke away from Judah. He will bring the king of motherfucking Assyria. Mm. Boom. Okay. Right. In that day, the Lord will whistle for flies from the Nile Delta in Egypt and for bees from the land of Assyria. You can just whistle for those things? Well, the piper can play a pipe and bring the mice. That's very cool. I, I didn't the pied know. one. Right, I didn't know that. Not just any piper. Right, right. The pied one. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to know how does one go about getting pied? I don't. I don't being know. Being pied. But I, I have to say, even if I could do it, I would not whistle for bees or no, flies. No, you that wouldn't. You wouldn't. But what if you were the only one that could make the bees come and um, scientists came to you like and they're they're like they ran across the planet, they're panting and they're like. Husband, 
listen, listen. We know you don't like bees. We but... know you don't like bees, but you're our only hope. Yeah. The, the bees are about to leave. So long and thanks for all the fish like the fucking dolphins did. Right. And um, you need to whistle for the bees because otherwise we are fucked. We are in big trouble. Would you whistle for the bees then? It's been nice knowing y'all. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I, I would like, definitely what? do it. I mean, okay, you could get inside a bee suit, right? <laughs> like, how you do you could... whistle? How do you whistle clearly inside a bee suit? I mean, there's ways. Is there? They could put a microphone in there so that you could have it magnified. But if I'm the only person in the world, it's got to be it's got to be genuine, right? Like you got to like it's got to be a genuine thing. It can't be a recording thing. or it right. can't be like digital. Yeah, that's what would make it so difficult is that I would have to be outside of the suit and like, you Ooh. know, just my set myself. So you would like lather up in like bug spray or whatever and they would be like, <laughs> "No, you cannot, sir." That's the point. Right. We yeah. need you to get stung to death and die, mm. but for the good of the planet. Whew, man. That's a rough one. What if what if it was we promise you that when you whistle and the bees come, we promise you that you might get stung a couple times, but like and they're going to get all over you, mm-hmm. but they're not you're not going to have an allergy to it because we've inoculated you mm-hmm. and you'll be you'll be fine. Like okay. you might get a few stings, but you'll be fine. You'll just merely be living your greatest terror and be in discomfort while this is happening. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd be horrible. And then what if you had to be naked while it was do happening? we have to keep going on about this? What if you were naked and had bees all over you? Why do I have to be you? naked to whistle? I don't understand. You, where, where is this going? This is going you're down naked all the wrong paths. And bees are all over you and you're whistling. No. 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 Sorry. That Fuck human, the Humanity's dying. Okay. Sorry. I just I wanted to know what your line was. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, no bee shall touch my penis. <laughs> You are not the Pied Piper, sir. No, no. They will all come and settle in the steep ravines, the flies and bugs. Yeah, okay, you know, right. The bees yeah. and thing, cockroaches. <laughs> and in the crevices in the rocks and on the thorn bushes and at the water holes, you know, the way bugs do. Why do we want... Okay, all right, um, all right. Okay, so this is a, um analogy. This is like symbolism. Okay. Okay, so it's not like actual fucking bees and actual fucking oh, flies. Oh, okay. Um, it's... The uh the flies from the Nelta Dial no, no Delta Jesus Nile Christ. Nile Delta yes the Nile Delta sorry dyslexia I can't help it it's getting worse okay listen so the flies from Egypt yes are disorganized the disorganized army and soldiers from Egypt okay okay All right. and the bees from Assyria they were very well trained they were uniform they were tight uh, okay, okay? okay. so right. he's saying that the soldiers from these two lands one of which is kind of a mess and one of which i know you're scared of um they're gonna come okay and they're gonna you're gonna see them Got they're it. gonna get you i gotcha in that day the lord will use a razor hired from beyond the euphrates river the king of assyria to shave your heads and private parts <laughs> and to cut off your beards also not my beard okay Oy. Well, you know, because they're being captured and they're turned mm-hmm. into slaves or whatever. And remember, like remember, um, like making them, um, shaving them and cutting off their all their hair and dehumanizing almost, yeah, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's making a statement, like right. it's their honor. They're like Klingons, you know. Sure. They they have their honor wrapped up in their their, their, their hair. fucking braids or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
In that day, a person will keep alive a young cow and two goats. And because of the abundance of the milk they give, there will be curds to eat. Okay. All who remain in the land will eat curds and honey. In that day, in every place where there were a thousand vines worth a thousand silver shekels, there will be only briars and thorns. So basically everyone's going to get taken away and... This is where the, the land is going to be where the righteous. Fucked. Well, there's going to be a couple righteous left that can mm-hmm. repopulate or whatever. Oh or yeah, something. it's the it's the opposite. Um, it's the backwards left behind. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. This is that the same rapture. thing he was talking yeah. about in the other chapter. The unrapture. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, hunters will go there with bow and arrow, for the land will be covered with briars and thorns. As for all the hills once cultivated by the hoe. I'm a hoe that is cultivated. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. I know you were. Yeah. You will no longer go there for fear of the briars and thorns. They will become places where cattle are turned loose and where sheep run. The end. Oh, no, not that. Not right? where sheep run. Right? <laughs> All right. So here are my notes on this. Okay. okay? Yep. This thing is called, this whole chapter was called Isaiah's Message to Ahaz and Shir, Jeshub, and Emmanuel. Yeah. Okay. All right. That prophecy. Okay. Okay. So verses one and two were about the northern nation of Israel and Ser- Syria um, combining to attack Judah. Okay. okay? Yeah. Ahaz was a wicked king of Judah, worshiping other gods and even sacrificing his son to Molech in Second Kings. What an ass. Yeah. Like I kind Jesus. of vaguely remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. 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 The only good thing Ahaz did was Father Hezekiah. Who was a good king of Judah. Got it. Yeah. Um, the purpose of the war was to bring Judah into an anti-Assyrian coalition. Okay. Okay. So then the next section was the word of the Lord to Ahaz through Isaiah. Which we got sure, that. Right. Okay. And then the next section was Ahaz will not ask for a sign. And we talked about that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next section was the Lord's sign to Ahaz. The sign of Emmanuel. And we talked about that a little bit. Sure. And I'm assuming Ahaz was unreceptive, according to this story, because he was offering, you know, things to Molech and, you Mm -hmm. know, his son to Molech or whatever. And so he's not not really a godly person. Yeah. Well, not in any way whatsoever, Mm -hmm. I guess. So Yeah. And that's why I was saying, like, the notes say that he was, like, pretending that he was not taking the bait on accepting the right to test the lord right he's like no no i'm not supposed to test the lord and isaiah's like but why even pretend if you're if you're if you're sacrificing your son to molech why would you why if you if you also believe like let's just say any part of you believes that god is real like the god yahweh is real right you would think that he would be able to see that you sacrificed your fucking son to molech right so why would you even pretend to be here's the thing that part of the story allows the Christians who read this to use that section as a way of saying, um, this is how people will use the Bible. This is how, oh. you know, um, this is how pretenders will use the words from the Bible. They will say things that bear the um, seed of truth, but are actually untrue. And, and their are, actions show that they are not holy or right yeah yeah and you know garbage in garbage out like just because they're telling you something doesn't mean that um they're good people sure and 
they're hiding behind this holy law, but they are bad people. So, so basically, their holiness doesn't count. If we don't go to your church, we're probably sacrificing our kids to Molech. Yeah, and eating babies. <laughs> yes, that is correct. All right. We are doing those things. Gotcha. So the last section was about Assyria, the nation Ahaz trusted, will also bring ruin to Judah. Got it. Okay. Okay. And then, so that's what it was about. And I've already told you, um, as we read it, all the notes that I had in there. Sure. Okay. Sounds good. So that was, uh, Isaiah chapter seven. It was, and it just, I'm sorry. I I know we're trying to wrap this up, but I just feel really weird that we're reading this section of the Bible for a third fucking time. Like we went through it in Kings, then we went through it in Chronicles, and now we're going through it again. It's true. We have to, they make us look at this a million different ways. Right. So apparently they think it's really important. They do. And it is interesting seeing it from different perspectives, but I kind of wish they were lined up better. Again, a good editor would have helped. Sure. But look at, I mean, from the perspective of the Jewish people, right? And mm-hmm. the Old Testament and what have you. Mm-hmm. This was a time of very of a lot of turmoil between sure. different kings, different wars, mm-hmm. um, enslavement of their people, sure. and then not enslavement of their people again. So, I mean, it's it's a time that they feel very um, drawn to to talk about, I, yeah. I imagine. And it yeah. means a lot to them, obviously, because that's when their their God was formed. Their idea of their God was formed right. and, and all that, too. So, um, so again... You know, it is what it is, and, and here we are. But that was Isaiah chapter 7. Yes, it was. Sorry, I'm trying to, <laughs> I was looking for a good way to wrap that up, and I lost my thread there for a second. I know, so. and you were like, and done, yeah. like mid-thought. And I know, I'm like, I know. Oh, okay. I apologize. We're done now. We're, we're done now, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and we will be back tomorrow with Isaiah chapter 8. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember where we are and what happened and what we read and what yesterday was and what today is? We're in Isaiah. We are. And we just finished chapter seven. We did. And there was lots of bees in it. I remember there was bees. I don't like bees. The bees were the Assyrians, I believe. Yeah, they weren't the bees knees. They were the cat's pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it, it was Isaiah talking about. God bringing armies mm-hmm. to, you know, Israel from other places and God's going to punish people and shit because that's like, what God does. I apparently. love my people. I'm going to kill them all. Right. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good yeah. times. So that was uh, Isaiah chapter seven. Sure as fuck was. And today we're going to be reading Isaiah chapter eight. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. <laughs> All right, Isaiah chapter 8. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. It's going to be more prophecies. I figured, because that's what Isaiah is. Prophecies. only a prophet. That's, yep. He's a wizard. Sure. He's magical. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Has he done magic yet? I don't think he's done magic yet. Isn't a prophecy a magician type thing? Telling the future? Mm, It's magic adjacent. It's magic adjacent, at least. All right. The Lord said to me, Isaiah, not me. Yeah, right wife the reader correct okay the lord said to me isaiah take a large scroll that's what he said and write on it with an ordinary pen just an ordinary one not, not a dry erase. Ones. not a dry erase and certainly not a um a 
flare pen. You think you'd be all right with a Bic? No. No? Probably a Bic. Those are the Those are pretty plain. ordinary, yeah. Those are ordinary. Right? Yeah. But then there are some fancy Bic I, I really like the the flares, but not the probably not the sharpie pens. Like you know those new oh, sharpie pens. Yeah, those are my favorite are writing fancy. pens. But my favorite felt tips are flares. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Okay. So just grab an ordinary pen. Just an ordinary just one, an not ordinary, a good one. Right, just an ordinary one. Did they have pens back then? I thought they used quills. Probably had quills, but they're just translating it to a good quill. Pen. Something that writes or, ordinarily. Quill. Yeah. Not those fancy eagle quills. With not the those, glitter uh... ink. <laughs> <laughs> Mahar Shalel Hashbaz. Okay. okay. I actually have a translation for that. Ah. So let me get over there yeah. to my notes. Is sure. Because it's kind of important. Is it? It is. Okay. So why don't they just say what it fucking translates to? Because it's important. That's actually the name of somebody. Oh. It's the name of Isaiah's son. And it means speed the spoil, hasten the booty. not butt booty yeah no i got it i got it okay it's still funny so he's like saying write this shit down this is a kid's name that's gonna happen okay okay yeah write it with your dry erase marker (laughs) (laughs) so i called in me isaiah called in uriah the priest and zechariah son of jabarakiah as reliable witnesses for me reliable witnesses to witness god speaking just to isaiah and then Isaiah saying, this is what God's saying to me. No, he he had them witness him writing down this name. Okay. They're like, God just told me this. Watch me. I'm writing this name down. You see me writing it down. This isn't something that I wrote later. I didn't retrofit this oh, okay, name. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, I'm writing it now. Proving it's a prophecy type thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and guess what Guess what? I, Isaiah did then? What did he do? You'll never guess. I, it, was a, it was with an ordinary pen, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't, but that's funny. <laughs> then I made love to the prophetess. Wait, what? So not with an ordinary no. bed, but maybe an ordinary dick. Wait, what? He made love to the prophetess? Yeah. That was one of the people that came in? Is that one of the people that came in? No. That's somebody else. Just sitting, there's a prophetess sitting there, and he's like, you know and now one. I make you, you. Are the people still witnessing this? Is this I, like a... I don't know, but guess what? It's she, interesting. She conceived. Whatever's happening here. Oh, damn. Gave birth to a son. We jumped forward like nine months here, I guess. I guess so. And the name was the one that he wrote down because he prophesied the name that he gave He's it. Like, guess what? Someday I'm gonna have a kid, <laughs> and I'm gonna name him Steve. <laughs> we're gonna have, we're gonna start that process right now. I am one, Steve. two, three, go. <laughs> and the Lord said to me, "Name him Maher Shalal Hashbaz, for before the boy knows how to say my father or my mother, the wealth of Damascus and the plunder of Samaria." Will be carried off by the king of Assyria. All that booty gone. Damn, mm, man. He he got that booty. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> the Lord spoke to me again. I, this is all out of order. Is this after the kid was born? Right, I'm a little confused here. You know, because like he started writing with that ordinary pen, and then it got all kind and of. And suddenly fucked up. he was fucking. Right. And suddenly he there was a prophet. And then there was a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, are we back in the past? Are we still writing that fucking prophecy? Where are we? I I don't know. Okay. Has the baby been born yet? I born. Born. Is that a the word? The born identity. <laughs> no, it's just how I speak. Oh, you know, okay. How, right. It's how I say. Got it. The Lord spoke to me again at some point. I don't know. Our timeline is fucked. Yeah. Because this people has rejected the gently flowing waters of Shiloh and rejoices over Rezin and the son of Remaliah, therefore the Lord is about to bring against them the mighty flood waters of the Euphrates, mm. the king of Assyria with all his motherfucking pomp. 
I see. Okay? I see. But not as circumstance, just as pomp. <laughs> <laughs> it will overflow all its channels, run over all its banks, and sweep on into Judah, swirling over it, passing through it, and reaching up to the neck. That damn Euphrates. When it said um, running, overflowing all its channels, yeah. all I could think was, remember back when... Um, Max was still called HBO. That was a good channel. (laughs) (laughs) JK. It outspread wing. It's outspread wings will cover the breadth of your land, Emmanuel. So we're talking about like another regional. We're talking about a flood again. Yes. Always. But is this a flood or is this like a. Um, is there's you talking about them flooding in from. Right. Is this a water flood or is this an invasion flood? Right. Because he kind of. It might be an invasion flood because I think it's an invasion he was flood saying maybe. something about Assyria and the armies and yeah, stuff like that too. It feels so. like he was being um, symbolic, right? And Im- imaginative, and what's that word? Imagery, right? Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Okay. Raise the war cry, you nations, and be shattered, smothered, covered. Yeah, you definitely can't war against water, so that must be what it, he's talking about. It's war. a flood of it's a flood of people. A flood of fighting. nations. Yeah. yeah. Listen, all you distant lands, prepare for battle and be shattered. Smothered, covered. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Smothered, no, covered. just stop it. Stop nope, it. Nope, I'll never stop ever. <laughs> ever. Devise your strategy, but it'll be thwarted. So don't devise a strategy. Mm, yeah. Why bother? Right. Propose your plan, but it will not stand, for God is with us. Mm. The man. Wait, God is with who? I don't know. I thought a Syria. I'm I'm confused. I'm confused. I too. thought God was sending people to destroy Israel. Yes. So are they saying God is with the Assyrians and yeah, that's what I think. Who don't believe in Him? Yeah. And like I'm I'm really confused as to what's I happening. I think God here. is sending other people to destroy His own people because His own people suck so hard that He's like, I'd rather fuck with them than with you. But how can people that don't believe in God say that God is with them? They don't, don't even believe in Him. I don't know. So that makes no sense. But God is with them. I guess. They they don't have to believe in him. He believes in them. <laughs> this is what the Lord says to me with his strong hand upon me. Hmm. Warning me not to follow the way of his people. Do not call conspiracy everything this people calls a conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. Hmm. He will be a holy place for both Israel and Judah. He will be a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. And for the people of Jerusalem, he will be a trap and a snare. He's all about fighting his own people. He loves it. He loves murder and mayhem and blood. Many of them will stumble. They will fall and be broken. They will be snared and captured. Okay. okay. So bind up this testimony of warning. That's what this is the scroll. That he, so the this scroll is before he prophecy. screwed the um, prophetess and before he had his kid and all this. I, I really I'm don't guessing. know because he told him to start writing with the ordinary oh, pen. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like we jumped ahead and then we came back. Okay. I think. So he hasn't fucked the girl yet. I don't. Maybe not. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Unless bind that it. happened like as he was In writing the midst it, of writing, and then came he back to the writing, and fucked, and now he's, he's writing like a, again. Yeah. That could be. Okay. I don't know. But the kid's not born yet, at least. You think not? I mean, not if he's still writing the scroll. Oh, and, and they haven't been attacked yet. 
Because it said right. that he was going to be, the lamb would be attacked before his kid was grown or something. Yeah, shit like yeah. That. Okay. Bind up this testimony, testimony <laughs> of warning and seal up God's instruction among my disciples. I will wait for the Lord who is hiding his face from the descendants of Jacob. Why? Why doesn't he show his face? Because he's a dick. He's such a dick. Such he a sends, narcissistic people, son of a bitch. He sends people to kill his people. He kills his people directly sometimes. Yeah. That's that's the part I don't understand. Like you yeah. can kill them directly, yeah. you've done it. Yeah. Why do you have to send? Why do you have to fuck with other people to to kill them? And why do you have to let innocence go as well? That's mm. bu- bullshit. My guess is that these are things that happen in history, and they just mm-hmm. need an excuse as to why they happen. That's really again. what my theory is. It's always with the retrofit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I will put my trust in him. Of course you will. Mm. Because you're simple is why. (laughs) Here am I and the children the Lord has given me. We are signs and symbols in Israel from the Lord Almighty who dwells on Mount Zion. When someone tells you to consult mediums and spiritualists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? You're a prophet. You are no better than them in my opinion in because my opinion other people can't distinguish between you and what a, a, yeah. a medium is or whatever because right. you all seem to be talking to these spirits or these things that invisible, they can't see invisible magic powers so why should they believe you more than that other person right. why are why are you more important than this person exactly that makes it makes no fucking sense in any way you're fucking a prophetess right yeah so yeah. you condone women by by fucking her, but the, you, this is where you get into the the yeah. thick of it with with who God is and what God is, right? Right. Because why am I to take this person's word over that person's word? Right. It's not a matter of I can't see God, right? Yeah. You can't see God. The other person down the street can't see God. We're taking this person's word for that God exists, right? And God said these things. And then somebody else comes and says something entirely different. And they're like, no, but for real. Right. Like, how am I supposed to know which one is which? It's just a goddamn popularity contest at this point. Right. Like, you know, both like, of you are claiming um, invisible deity things, ghosts, whatever, talk to you. And I'm supposed to believe either of you? Because right. you both kind of sound crazy. And this is still what it is today. I and know. I'm like, fuck y'all. None of y'all have an actual God that exists. So fuck There off. is no magic. You are all either crazy or liars. Right. Consult God's instruction and the testimony of warning. If anyone does not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. Mm. Distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land. When they are famished, they will become enraged and looking upward will curse their king and their God. I see. Then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom. And will be thrust into utter darkness. The end. Mm, that's horrible. Yeah, I hate it when prophetesses and prophets and wizards and magic people go hungry. Yeah. And get angry. Right, right. It's not good. It's right? not good. All right. So this was Isaiah chapter 8. Yep. And it was, let the Lord be your fear and how to prepare for God's judgment. I see. Okay. So, we, we definitely haven't forgot that fear is important. Always so, fear. Yeah, always. always fear your um, owner. Right. <laughs> I mean, right? Right. The invasion is announced early on, like in the first opening verses, mm-hmm. um, with the naming of Isaiah's son. 
the sign of Mahar Shalal Hashbaz, which I already told you means speed the spoil, hasten the booty. Right. Get that booty over <laughs> here. Back that truck up. Since the sign of Emmanuel gives an undisclosed time in the future, just remember in the last chapter, he was like, there's going to be a baby born to a virgin and that right. baby's name at some point is going to be called Emmanuel. Right. But that's sometime in the future. Okay. So this time he gives another sign that um, deals with the immediate moment in okay. the form of a child with an ordinary birth. Because everybody's fucking prophetesses, you know. Yeah, right. With ordinary pens. Or, yeah, ordinary pens. And a name which would be a standing witness to the prophecy both about the enemy at the gate and about the next victim of the Assyrians, which is going to be Judah itself. I, I don't understand how you can prophesy something that you make come true. Right? Like, in the future, I will fuck. Okay. As <laughs> so say we all. <laughs> And I will impregnate a bitch, mm-hmm. probably, probably that as men do. And then right? I'm gonna name her the name the kid this. Okay, I believe you. Right? Yeah, like <laughs> like that's not that, that's not a fucking prophecy. That's not a prophecy. It's that's just a, like, it's a promise. That's your daily plan, right? <laughs> like, um, fuck, impregnate, be in charge of naming the baby. Yeah. Yes, that's a regular Tuesday, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? That's what dudes did back then. They they fucked. And, yeah, yeah. And fucked and fought, fucked and fought. That's all they did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so that doesn't seem special to me. No, it did not. Okay. Using evil to fight evil would bring Judah to the path of the torrent or flood, which would be which would jeopardize its herself as the land of Emmanuel. But for Emmanuel's sake, there's a limit set. Okay. okay. So God is like, he's going to use evil to fight evil. So that's the part where he's bringing in the Assyrians, the Assyrians right. to attack the land of Emmanuel. Okay. Okay. But what do they mean by there's a limit? Like they, because there's still going to be people living. Okay. There's still going to be. He's not going to destroy them all. Right. Okay. He's he's going to not totally flood them. He's only going to kind of flood them. Got it. Okay. Yeah. There will still be survivors. This is the bit where he leaves like one man for every seven women type thing. Right. And all that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So. Then we get into the next few verses, which are prepare by fearing God, not Assyria. God is our refuge or our ruin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you're not supposed to be scared that um, Assyria that is coming to kill, people you. to kill you. Right. Wouldn't wouldn't be being scared of the Assyrians? Wouldn't that be being scared of God because God is the one sending them to mm-hmm. kill you? So it's still fear of God, wouldn't it? I mean, just by it's proxy. not by proxy though. <laughs> He's saying. Don't worry about the Assyrians. They'll kill you or not. But at the end of the day, when you die, I'm the one you'll have to face. Got it. Okay. So. All right. Don't worry about them. Worry about me. All right. The whole reason I'm sending them is because you haven't been worried God's about me. God's kind of an ass. He really is. Yeah. Like, this doesn't make me, this does not engender love in me. No. No. So this part contains Isaiah's defiant response to the meaning of Emmanuel, which means God with us. Mm-hmm. And to God's insistent insistence that people should reshape their thinking and emotional attitudes around God himself. Okay. Okay? So, um, Isaiah is like saying, okay, at some point there's going to be a kid named Emmanuel, but like, what about today? Like what's happening today? Yeah. And God is like, um, you guys aren't thinking of today. You're thinking of like everything that you want. Right. And, 
you're scared not of me like you should be. You're scared of all these enemies. So fine, I'm going to send these enemies. Okay. All right. So the Oracle of Judgment in this part gives clear warning to all conspiring against the community that the presence of Emmanuel, which means God is with us, yeah. will overthrow their plans. There okay. is no political solution to the community's problems, and the people are to trust in God. Let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. Got it. Okay. Yep. And over and over apparently again. Apparently really Ad important. Nauseam. Yeah. Yeah. Trust God. Always fear God. Love him, by which I mean fear him. Right. Yep. Right. Be afraid. Never not be afraid. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. At the time of this prophecy, the combined armies of Israel and Syria had destroyed much of Judah. Their armies either encircled Jerusalem or were on the way. I see. They planned to depose King Ahaz of Judah and set their own man on the throne. And mm. Isaiah's prophecy declared the armies of Syria and Israel but would not succeed in totally conquering Judah. Okay. They would just mostly kill them. Mostly. Right. Got it. Not, not totally dead. Mostly dead. <laughs> they mostly come out at night. Mostly. Right. Okay. Okay, so then we move on to the next set of verses, which are prepare by waiting on the Lord, prepare by seeking his light and word, not the darkness of the occult. So don't go fucking prophetesses. Oh, wait, no, you did that. I told you to do that. Hold on. Right. Don't... No share pools. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. Um... No uh, other gods. No no uh, sacrificing your kids to Bollock or, or ba Molech. Ba Molech, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the light is withdrawn and... Um, God is like, um, saying there's no light in you. There's no light in, um, the people who prophecy and say things not in my name. Got they it. don't, they do not carry, um, the message of the Lord. Okay. And he's saying, um, this part indicates that Israel is losing God's teaching and blessing. And because that is because Israel is refusing the light. Again, God. I question that because mm -hmm. you're trusting human beings mm -hmm. to be truthful about the word of God or whatever. Right. Whereas there's other people saying different things. Just so. just as believably and emphatically and right. hard. hard. You and know? again, like, that's still true today. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of different religious groups out there. Yep. And they're all saying something different. So yep. what is it that makes... How are you able to discern which one is correct? Right. They all think they're fucking correct. Yeah. So whatever. It's yeah. it's a bunch of shit. It really is. And it it's it's an impossible choice. Right. You're supposed to just pick one and and assume that that is the correct one and I don't understand. Again, I can't like I said this yesterday, I can't just flip a switch and start believing, but even if I could, I would have to pick one and I don't know which one. Well, and then people would be like, trust your heart, trust your, you know, ask God's for God's uh, guidance or whatever. Right. And and ultimately, whatever you pick is going to be correct. Right. But then the people that aren't part of that group don't think it's correct. So because they're following their heart. Right. Right. So like your heart told you this, but my heart doesn't. So one of our hearts is lying. And if we're to believe there really is a God, then somebody's fucking wrong. Actually, a lot of people are fucking wrong. Right. So I I just, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Right. I really don't. Yeah. So at the time Isaiah spoke, the leaders and the people of Judah were waiting. They were actually physically waiting on the armies of Israel and Syria because they were under attack. I see. So all this was happening, like, as Isaiah's, like, giving these prophecies. Ah, yeah. okay. So, right. so again, he's like, today I'm going to fuck 
and I'm probably going to impregnate this bitch and she's going to have a baby and this is what we're going to call him. Right. And that's a prophecy. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, I heard from a scout today that there's armies on the edge so of I'm our empire. So I'm going to write that as a prophecy also. So I bet that they attack us and that's a prophecy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I that's, see. That's I really see dumb. how you roll. That's really dumb. <laughs> like, I could do that. Um, let's see. There's dishes on the counter. I, I prophesize bet. that I am going to run the dishwasher today. Yeah. Yeah. I might even have to run it twice. <laughs> yeah. Because there's yeah, enough for two loads. Right, yeah. 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 Oh, you know what? Also, I don't have any clean jeans. I bet I do a load of laundry today. Yeah. Yeah. So that that that's is my prophecy. Yeah, that's pretty good prophecies there. Yeah, yeah. Did you write it down with an ordinary pen? Actually, I wrote it down with a special God pen. Oh, special God pen, huh? I mean, it's a Sharpie pen. <laughs> Those Sharpie gel pens, they're like, what are they, S gel? This may be why you're not getting as much as you want done, though, because God wants you to write it down with an ordinary pen. But the thing is, the ordinary pens, they're gloppy, and they don't write as smooth. Uh. So, honestly, those pens could eat my ass. There's a whole drawer full of them in this desk. Yeah. I would throw them away. But also, there's a part of me that's like, but they still work in their pens. You yeah. can't throw away that's pens. Right. That's a working pen. Yeah. Yeah. So, those are the ones that, like, if somebody comes over, nobody ever comes over. But if somebody ever came <laughs> over and was like, hey, I need a pen, I would be like, use one of these ordinary mm, pens. Yeah. Not one of my special S-gel pens. Right. A right. Sharpie pens. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wrote those prophecies down with my special pens not the ordinary pen therefore they shall probably not come to pass so that means i don't have to do dishes and laundry yes no that's not what that means damn all right so the um heading on into the end here yeah um there he when he says tie up this this writing or whatever he said um, okay. That oh, you yeah, already yeah, commented yeah. on it. That oh, we're going back to right because he finished it up. And, yeah, right. and, and yeah. that was his prophecy, which yeah. we we read that and understood it. Sure, we didn't need that explanation. But God is like basically trying to tell them, you need to think differently about me now. You need to. But start... he's telling them to think about him the same way that he's always said. Yes, which it's is always fear, fear me and, and love and whatever. You're not fearing enough, so I'm going to kill you. Yeah, that's not new. It, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. So that's the end. That's all what right. I got. All right. So that was Isaiah chapter 8. It was. It sure um, as fuck was. And we will, will be back tomorrow on time mm-hmm. with um what? Isaiah chapter 9. All right. We will see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Husband! Wife! 
Do you remember where we are and what the fuck happened? We are in Isaiah, and we have gotten used to using normal pens. Mm-hmm. And, mm. and having sex for profit's sake. With profits. With profits for the profit prophecy. Mm-hmm. To then name somebody who we name for it. And I don't know. There was a lot of crazy shit. So yeah, that that's all. There that's all I got. Telling the future with a normal Tuesday activities. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so that was Isaiah chapter eight. It sure as fuck was. Which means that today we're going to be getting into Isaiah chapter nine. You ready to do this? Okie dokie. All right. <laughs> Okay, so we are in Isaiah chapter 9, but it starts with the word, nevertheless. Okay. And so what I'm going to do is go back and read the last couple um, sentences from chapter 8. To find out where the fuck the nevertheless came from. Yeah, because it's like, if it said, and then. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. All right. So, okay, we're starting at the end of chapter 8 here, and it says, consult God's instruction and the testimony of warning. Warning, if anyone does not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. So that's like saying um, you have to um, follow God's word and speak of God with God's word. Okay. And if somebody starts saying shit that isn't right. Yeah. Um, don't don't believe them. Okay. Because you know better. Because you, you, you fear God. You, you know are God. walking upright and straight yeah. and, and on the, the straight path. You're on the right path. Yeah. Not and, the left path. And, yeah. And follow. You fear God. Follow your nose. You it always God. knows. Right. Yeah. Um, distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land. When they are famished, they will become enraged. And looking upward, will curse their king and their God. Then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom. And they will be thrust into utter darkness. Mm, yeah. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. Okay. Yeah. So now we're in chapter nine. Okay. There will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. Okay. So that is funny because so, he's like but distress, and then the next chapter he's like J.K. <laughs> right. Because. <laughs> but it, so like that, does that, that? I'm assuming that doesn't actually apply to everybody. It sounds like he's saying if you weren't in distress because you were living the high life, distress is coming for you. But if you were already in distress, I'm not going to give you more. Or or everybody's going to be in distress, but the ones that fear God and, and, and love God will end up being okay, whereas the other ones won't. Maybe. Okay. Okay. I don't that know. Sound, either one of those. I'm not right. sure which. Sure. In the past... He humbled the land of Zebulon and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. God's a coming. Okay. When you see him rolling. So so is this... I would assume that Christians see this as their way into to God, right? Mm-hmm. Like, God used to be just about um, Israel, right? Yeah. And they're like, but no, see, other people are seeing the light now and whatever. They coming. They coming, yeah. yeah. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. 
They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. Mm. The, the booty. Yeah, right. But not the child booty. Right? Yeah, like that <laughs> happened way too often in the Bible. Yeah. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. Oh, here we go. And now we have some shit that is Christian-like. Got it. Yeah. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So you can see how the Christians have snagged this, right? Yeah, but the the wording there doesn't exactly fit Jesus either. The government was not on his shoulders, from what I understand. He was not, like, government official or anything. Right. He was not a king or anything like that. But he's the king he's of He's just kings. the Messiah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, you're you're making, they're, they're doing extra work to make this mm-hmm. fit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Still. Because um, the Jewish say, no, we're still talking about that one Emmanuel guy who's not the Jesus Emmanuel right, guy. Right, right. It's the um, the the one kid. Yeah. That, you know, That's I fucked a Jesus. prophetess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I kissed a prophetess and I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne. And over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Uh, okay, again, they're they're equating two things. Like, some of this sounds human, mm-hmm. like taking David's throne. Mm-hmm. Yes, Christians could backtrack this to make it sound like that's the the kingdom of heaven, right? Right. But at the same time, it could just as easily just be a kingship, you know? Yeah. And, and so it, it, they're they're trying to make something out of something. Something else. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just. It doesn't. It just not quite the. It's like we're not talking about you. This isn't about you. This isn't for you. Oh my god. And I can totally see like the Christian preacher or pastor or whatever up there picking these chapters apart and saying, Mm -hmm. this says this, and that says that. And, and, you know, this fulfills the prophecy of Isaiah. No, I totally, I mean, I can, I can hear the words, you know, I can hear the things that would fit. But when you look at this thing overall, right, it doesn't quite match. And also you, you have to realize that at some point, another human wrote the New Testament. Yeah. Another human wrote that. And had already known about Isaiah. Right. And made this fucking fit. Right. As best they could. Yes. It just, I mean. The retrofit is just amazing. Right, right. I mean, I, I just don't see, like, to base as much anger and and, and hatred and, 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 I don't know, the, the shit that happens with the right-wing Christian nationalists, mm-hmm. to base all this off of this. Right. Is absurd. Yes. I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. 
So whatever. Hey, sorry. Continue. Continue. <laughs> you were getting off on. I was. Tangent. I was. I was. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob. It will fall on Israel. All the people will know it. Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, who say with pride and arrogance of heart, the bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with dressed stone. The fig trees have been felled, but we will replace them with cedars. But the Lord has strengthened Rezin's foes against them and has spurred their enemies on. Aramaeans from the east and Philistines from the west have devoured Israel with open mouth. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Mm. He's still pissed, huh? Yeah, I guess. He's like, no, I'm going to kill all of you. I mean, you know, it. he's killed the entire planet before. So, yeah. I mean, I... I don't know why we wouldn't expect something of this magnitude. Is God still mad? Really? Let me work on my shock face. (laughs) He's such a pissy baby. He's always mad. He really is. But the people have not returned to him who struck them, nor have they sought the Lord Almighty. So the Lord will cut off from Israel both head and tail, both palm branch and reed in a single day. The elders and dignitaries are the head, the prophets who teach lies are the tale. Mm. Those who go, you know, that could apply to today. Yeah. You know, that would be nice. Yes, please do cut them off, please. Right, right. <laughs> those who guide this people mislead them, and those who are guided are led astray. Therefore, the Lord will take no pleasure in the young men, nor will he pity the fatherless and widows, for everyone is ungodly and wicked. Every mouth speaks folly. Hold on. He's wow. saying they were led astray. They were misled. Right. So because of the fact that their leaders suck, I'm going to punish them well, and too. This was my entire problem with this, this story so far is that you have to believe other human beings in order to get the message of God. Right. So if you have contradictory information, how is it at all your fault? Right. That you're not understanding the information being given to you when you have so many different messages being told right you know like it's just this this whole thing for god to get mad at you for not speaking to you directly but trying to convey a message through a certain prophet who you're supposed to understand is the correct prophet somehow for no real reason right it it just doesn't make any fucking sense it doesn't and and it, it it's we're supposed to just understand right like as you're reading the bible you're supposed to understand that isaiah is infallible as a prophet, and he is for real, like the real speaker for God, right? Mm-hmm. But why would like? Let's just say today, mm-hmm. an Isaiah showed up, right? Sure. How the fuck would we know who he is? How the fuck would we know who to listen to? Well, okay. And, and, and how about this? Ninety percent of the Christians in America now are trying to tell me that Trump is the one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. I'm supposed to believe Trump? Are you fucking kidding me? I've listened to him speak and I've watched his his tape. You know, I've I've read his tweets. I I can't believe him. I'm sorry. I just don't. Yeah, if anything, in a Christian sense, he's the fucking antichrist. He is. He <laughs> is. I don't I don't understand. So I mean, we've got we've got like the very opposite of Isaiah right, today right. speaking. And Christians are telling us that we are supposed to take him as the prophet, as 
you know, the, the second coming of Christ. I mean, literally, I don't know if our international audience quite understands. There are some Christians out there who literally think that Trump is the end all be all, that he speaks for God, that, that he is being persecuted as Jesus was. And I, I don't know how I'm supposed to fit that into my brain and make it work that this sexist, racist, homophobic piece of shit who doesn't give a crap about anybody, not even his own children, that he is a good guy and I'm supposed to just follow him. Right. He doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about from one second to the next. He doesn't know what country he's talking about. He doesn't know the leaders of different countries. He gets confused. Did you he, hear he didn't even know what city he was he in? He didn't even day? know what city he was in. Yeah, I was listening to that with you. Yeah. He he was in... I think he was in Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls. And thought, he, thought he was in Sioux City or something yes, like that? Yes, or vice versa. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. He was just... He's dumb. He And look... I'm not smart, okay? I'm not trying to toot my own horn and say, I'm smart. I'm smarter than Trump. I'm not trying to get people to follow my lead. My lead. I'm not I'm not trying to, like, be Run the up. president, right. you know? Right. So don't, don't, like, try to pull me up by saying, well, if you think you could do better. I'm not saying that. I'm saying a fucking rock could do better. Do you know that some of these right-wing Christian nationalists that are on, like, YouTube and shit now, they're referring to themselves as prophets. Mm, that Are you doesn't aware of shock that? me. No, I was not aware of that, but it doesn't shock me. I, I'm so just... we've got people walking around claiming to be prophets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And we're supposed to just believe they speak for God. What? Right. What? Right. So yeah, I I have feelings for these misled people that yeah. God is so mad at. Right. Fuck you, God. Because I the ones that I've heard that say that they're prophets, mm -hmm. fuck them. Yeah. I've heard their message. They're fucking horrible people. Yeah. Yeah. No, just this does not work for me. Right. And, and again, how do you determine how like uh, I look, I don't believe in God. OK, like that. We, we've established that. Right. But. If God were to talk through human beings, how the fuck do you determine who is the correct human being? Right. What is the what is the criteria? How do you and how is the layman supposed to figure that out? And then, and then you choose to punish those people because they didn't follow the correct thing. They, they guessed wrong. It's complete and utter bullshit. It's not fair. It's incorrect. It's not a good system. Not at all. God failed. Yes. The God in this book is a big, huge fail. And that doesn't surprise me because he's a human creation and humans are dumb and they suck. Right. Yet for all this... His anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised because he's a fucking child. <laughs> Surely wickedness burns like a fire. It consumes briars and thorns. It sets the forest thickets ablaze so that it rolls upward in a column of smoke. Why is God never referred to as wicked when he's the one fucking killing people? I wonder. I'm just saying. I wonder. <laughs> By the wrath. I think he's a demon. Right? I think, according to the definitions given in this stupid book, I think he's a fucking demon. Right, right. By the wrath of the Lord Almighty, the land will be scorched, and the people will be fuel for the fire. They will not spare one another. Mm. On the right, they will devour, but still be hungry. On the left, they will eat, but not be satisfied. Each will feed on the flesh of their own offspring. Oh, 
Damn, there there's those non-believing eating, yeah. Atheists eating their babies. Right. There we go. Yeah. Maniasa will feed on Ephraim, and Ephraim on Maniasa. Together they will turn against Judah. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. The end. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't recall a lot of historical stories of like an entire country turning against each other and eating their babies and stuff. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't think that that actually happened. No. Um. You know what does? But it is happen. a horrible story to to imagine. You know what does happen is a lot of Christians who are um, closet pedophiles and closet um, sexually repressed individuals right. who are disgusting. Yeah. So I think that if you took all of the depraved people in the world and asked them their religion, I bet the majority of them are Christian. Well, or some sort of, sort of um, religious repressive nut. religious sect. Yeah. Of some type. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet you anything. I don't think it has to be exclusively Christian. So. No, that's just who I'm mad at because of where I live. Right. So. And, and the funny, so, I mean, I was in an argument the other day on Twitter with somebody and they were talking about trans groomers and, 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 and all this crap. And like they, they put up, they've, they've shared, it was somebody I'd argued with before and they've shared the same article twice, like in, in these arguments. And I'm like, is that all you have? Cause I can throw up nine articles in a matter of five seconds with, you know, priests in the last week that did something right. ridiculous, you know? Right. So, and, and then they're like, and then they found one more article. I'm like, yeah, I just tossed up like nine articles. Yeah. So you still got time to go. And that was just from this week. You were pulling up shit from like years ago. Yeah. So. But guess what? Whatever. You're going to find a shitty human being in every color, every age, and yeah. every gender, and every sexuality. Right, You're right. going to find shitty human beings across the board. Right. No, I mean, like, that's that's the literal interpretation for Christians is that it, it only takes one trans person to be um, a pedophile for them to be like, they're all evil and horrible. But it you can have endless amounts of fucking Priest preachers fucking and boys. pastors and priests. Mm-hmm. Doing this shit and they don't give a fuck. No. They're like, well, that was, they took advantage of the system. I'm like, what are you fucking, you, you, do you even hear yourself? They don't do math, bro. Right. And then they, then they don't even admit that the, the, the churches are giving them a pass after the fact on top of that. Right. Like they don't even get in trouble because the, the, the churches protect them. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. I loved the movie Spotlight. It was so good. And it um, was about the Catholic Church and yeah. all of that stuff coming out. Right. So right. that was a good movie if y'all haven't seen it. Yeah. Did you uh, Did you have some notes for this chapter? No, actually, I think um, what I want to do is go back to our Q&A Saturdays because we're getting into some like heavy stuff here. Okay. And I just feel like. Maybe easier to talk about on an overarching yeah. basis as opposed to an everyday basis. Yeah, and um, I feel like maybe I was being a little too boring in what's supposed <laughs> to be fun. Like, we're supposed to read and react and have fun. Sure. And so um, I have notes, but they will I will hold off on them, and we'll bring back Q&A Saturday and Sounds talk about good. it then. Sounds good. 
Okay, so I guess that's all we got for today then, right? That is all we got for today, right? That was Isaiah chapter 9. Sure as fuck was. And that means that we will be back tomorrow with... Isaiah chapter 10. We'll see you guys then. Bye! Husband! Wife! Hi! It's been a minute. It it has. Um, I I think everybody, well, except for me, has gotten sick in our house-ish. So... We've had a couple of days off here, and uh, we're recovering. So, um, apologies. Sorry. And yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We about suck. That. Well, there were headaches and nausea and fever and yeah, all, all kinds, kinds of, of bad shit. Swollen, sore throats. And, right. Yeah. So, but we're back. We we're are back. back. We're back. Yeah. We're back, baby. Yeah. And do you know where we are? Uh, we are in Isaiah, and we're wrapping up this week late. Very late, mm-hmm. which means that I totally forget which episode we're on because it's been a couple of days. <laughs> okay, so the last one we did was chapter nine. Okay. And today we are getting into chapter 10, and Isaiah is just telling all kinds of shit that's going to come to pass, and he's going to fuck a prophetess. And, <laughs> and name his baby. Something, something about a booty. And people think Jesus is in this thing, too. And whatever. Right. All right. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. You ready to get into this? I sure as fuck am. Let's do it. Okie dokie. All right. Here we go. Getting into Isaiah chapter 10. Okay. Woe to those who make unjust laws. Woe. Yeah. To those who issue oppressive decrees to deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people. Whoa. Making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless. Mm, those damn people robbing the fatherless. Those, woe I unto mean, them. I agree. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Woe unto those motherfuckers. Yeah. What will you do on the day of reckoning when disaster comes from afar? To whom will you run for help? Where will you leave your riches? Nothing will remain but to cringe among the captives or fall among the slain. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. He's he's staying angry a lot. He is staying so was, angry. His hand was still upraised last chapter, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, that was actually like a continuation. Right, kind right. Of, I as, figured. You know. The whole thing has been a continuation. Yeah, yeah. They really cut these in dumb places. Yeah. Woe to the Assyrian, the rod of my anger, in whose hand is the club of my wrath. So he's saying, even though I'm using these motherfuckers over here. I don't like you that much. Yeah, don't go thinking that I like them or nothing. They still suck. Yeah. I send him, the Assyrians, against a godless nation. I dispatch him against a people who anger me to seize loot and snatch plunder. And to trample them down like mud in the street. Jesus. That's that's pretty fucking horrible. If he loves his people. And look, look, these guys are these guys associate this prophecy with Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And they love to um say that this is how we know that Jesus is coming because this guy's a true prophet, right? So if he's a true prophet, mm-hmm. he's truly speaking for the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. And if he's truly speaking for the Lord, the Lord is really this fucking pissed. Right. And he's gonna trample the Israelites like mud. Yeah. I mean, that's like they like to say he's not. I, I, I've had all kinds of people argue God doesn't actually kill people unless they're, you know, justly deserving of them. I'm like, well, OK, but we've talked about this and how they don't really know who they're supposed to be listening to. Right. 
and he's just going to trample all of them. All of them. He doesn't Willy give a nilly. fuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's bullshit. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. I I speak for the underdog who has no idea what's happening and just wants to get through the fucking day right. and feed his family. Right. But this is not what he intends. This is not what he has in mind. His purpose is to destroy, to put an end to many nations. Mm. Are okay. not my commanders all kings, he says. Has not Kalno fared like Karshemesh? I, I don't know, has he? I, I don't know. Okay. Is not Hamath like Arpad and Samaria like Damascus? Are, are I, they, maybe. Could I be. I guess they are the same. I don't Possibly. know. Possibly. So I'll take your word for it, Yeah, bro. sure. Sounds good. As my hand seized the kingdoms of the idols, kingdoms whose images excelled, those of Jerusalem and Samaria, shall I not deal with Jerusalem and her images as I dealt with Samaria and her idols? Aren't you sending people that have idols against your people who you say have idols? Yes. So you're really not, you're just pissed off at your people. Mm -hmm. According to this book, you're pissed off at your people, so you're going to mm -hmm. kill them with other people that you also, also are hate. pissed off at and don't like. And then, so basically you're like, ah, they'll wipe each other out. Two birds, one stone. It's I great. Guess, yeah. I'm, I'm a happy little god when all my people are fighting. Yeah, sure. Fucker. When the Lord has finished all his work against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the king of Assyria for the willful pride of his heart and the haughty look in his eyes. For he says, by the strength of my hand, I have done this and by my wisdom, because I have understanding. So he's saying this is all going to happen, and then the Assyrian king is going to think that he won because of his own brilliance. Own, yeah, sure. Whereas I was just using him, and he should know that. Right, right. Because, because something. <laughs> Why? Like, seriously, you're not his god. Why should he know that? Right. You you did not make him part of your chosen people. So tell me why he should know that. He's got his own God over there. Right, right. Like, stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> I removed the boundaries of nations. I plundered their treasures. This is God speaking as though the Assyrian king will be saying these things. Okay, all right. And, of course, this is all being told by Isaiah. So it's Isaiah speaking like God, speaking <laughs> like an Assyrian king. For not, not a thing muddled, that hasn't happened yet. Not muddled at all. No, 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 no. Yeah, totally, no totally clear. clear. Like a mighty one, I subdued their kings. As one reaches into a nest, so my hand reached for the wealth of the nations. As people gathered abandoned eggs, so I gathered all the countries. Not one flapped a wing or opened its mouth to chirp. Hmm. Hey. Okay. So now we're back to God, or Isaiah only speaking for God. Not not for the Assyrian not king. Not for the Assyrian king. Okay. Okay. So this guy knows a lot of stuff that's going to happen. Apparently, yeah, you know, he, he sure like does. down to the words. Apparently, mm -hmm. it's crazy. Does the axe raise? So this is God. Sure. Talking. Yeah. Okay? Whatever. Does the <laughs> axe raise itself above the person who swings it, or the saw boast against the one who uses it, as if a rod were to wield the person who lifts it up, or a club brandish the one who is not wood? Well, I mean, technically, those things aren't sentient, so it would be hard for them to do that. Right. Well, so, he, so he's saying um, the king, the, the Assyrian king is the sentient, the, the non-sentient item. Right. I get that, but that's not, that's not true. So. Right. I mean, you, you, apparently, you, God, you, you, the person who created all human beings, mm -hmm. 
you, the person who created everything and knows everything, mm-hmm. created all these people who are going to say all these things. Right. And yet you can't understand that they're anything more than just a tool for you to destroy your own people. Yeah. That's just weird. Right. It, this whole thing is fucking well, weird. And I'm like, you're everybody's God all of a sudden? Because I thought you were just only these people's God. Well, no, I, okay, look, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing stories here, right? I'm mm-hmm. saying when we opened up this Bible and started reading it, we said, okay, this God is creating the heavens and the earth and the everything. whatever, everything, right? Mm-hmm. He's created all of humanity and mm-hmm. he says he knows all the things at certain places. Mm-hmm. And we've covered this in a lot of our contradictions where he says that in other places he doesn't. But mm-hmm. let's just, for the sake of the story, say he understands and knows all things, right? Right. Not because that's the, been said more often than the other. Sure. Right? So not just his people, all the people. All the people. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and he and, and we're hearing God speak for the Assyrian king as to what the Assyrian king is going to say and going right. to do. Right. Right? This is a prophecy from God to Isaiah, who is then reiterating what God said about the Assyrian king according to this story, right? What What the Assyrian king will say. Right. Right. So apparently God already knows this. Mm-hmm. How did we get to this point? How did we get here? <laughs> if God already knew how this was all going to work out, if this, if God already knew shit was going to hit the fan, why didn't we make a course correction years ago? Well, and I'm just thinking, if you already know which way it's going, why even fucking bother? Right. Like, boring. And why do you have to, if you, if you are the perfect being, you should be able to set things in motion to work out exactly how you want them to work out. Right. Like you, you press one button and voila, there it is. There's Godland. That's the way I wanted it right there. Yeah. Why didn't that happen? I understand we're supposed to have free will and all this other bullshit, but then why is he getting involved? Right. Like that you can't have your cake and eat it too. If you're a Christian, you can. Whatever. Fuck, fuck that. That's fucking stupid. It is stupid. Therefore, the Lord, the Lord Almighty will send a wasting disease upon his sturdy warriors. Here we go. Okay. The sturdy warriors being the Assyrians who he used as a tool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Under his pomp, a fire will be kindled like a blazing flame. I have a question. Do you send diseases to cover axes and saws? I don't don't send (laughs) diseases to anybody because I'm a benevolent I'm saying if they're just a tool, why would you disease them? They're just a fucking tool. Right. Right. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little irritated with this. You are. You're being uppity. I am. I am. The light of Israel will become a fire, their holy one a flame. In a single day it will burn and consume his thorns and his briars. The splendor of his forests and fertile fields it will completely destroy, as when a sick person wastes away. Jesus. <laughs> kind of oh. like our household over the last couple I of days. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a little too close to home. <laughs> and the remaining trees of his forest will be so few that a child could write them down. Oh, okay. Okay, yikes. In the in that day, the remnant of Israel, the survivors of Jacob, will no longer rely on him who struck them down, but will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. As soon as he kills a bunch of motherfuckers, then the two that are left are going to be like, God is great! <laughs> I just, I love it. Like, the entire story of the Bible so far is, oh, I fucked up, let's kill them all. Yep. Oh, they're going to be perfect. And then, oh, I fucked up again. Let's kill them all. Okay, now we're going to be perfect. Oh, I fucked up again. Let's let's kill them all. Yeah. I, like, it's, it's a repeating theme. It is. Like, you just like, I, I fucked up, so now I got to kill them all. And now they're going to be perfect when they're few again. And this is, it's just like the worst 
fucking thing. Like <laughs> It's the it, worst god. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you guys became too many and you don't like me enough, so I'm going to kill you. Right. And then you got to start over and like me more and fear me more. My bad. And now we're going to do this all over again in about another 100 or 200 years. Right. So. Right. Okay. And, and that's what um, we're currently living through with COVID and <laughs> the planet um, melting and, you know, all that good stuff. No, I think this is like really bad, but not because God's doing it. <laughs> it's just fucking us and we're stupid. Yeah. Oh, totally agree. Huh. Totally agree. A remnant will return. A remnant of Jacob will return to the mighty God. Though your people be like the sand by the sea, Israel. I haven't heard that a, one in a while. I know, right? Yeah. Only a remnant will remain. Destruction has been decreed. Overwhelming and righteous. The Lord, the Lord Almighty, that one, mm-hmm. will carry out the destruction decreed upon the whole land. Okay. This is so ominous and shitty. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine. Like, I have kids, and when my kids fuck up, I don't be like, I will destroy you. I'm so mad at you. Right. I'm going to chop off your legs and kill you good. <laughs> I'm going to go next door to the neighbors and make them come over and kill you good too. Yeah, I just can't imagine any parent getting to this point with their kids, you know? Right? You you would I mean, he hasn't even tried talking to them, you know? Seriously? <laughs> like, did you maybe communicate your feelings? Right. You didn't? Oh, no. Okay. Maybe we should have a talk, God, you know? Yeah. Just you and me. We need to figure out something. I mean, your communication skills are shit. Totally. So uh, totally. we need to start there, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Therefore, therefore, yeah. this is what the Lord, the Lord Almighty says. Oh, okay. We're talking as God again. Oh, okay. My people who live in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrians who <laughs> beat you with a rod and lift up a club against you as Egypt did. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't be afraid of these people who are trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah, don't be scared. Whatever, they're fine, you know. Very soon my anger against you will end and my wrath will be directed to their destruction. Oh, that's so comforting after you killed a lot of us. Sorry, I'm one of the dead. (laughs) I guess I should have I should have been scared. Right. That one down the street, he's all right. Yeah. Not me. I get to die. Whee! Uh. The Lord Almighty will lash them with a whip. As when he struck down Midian at the rock of Oreb, and he will raise his staff over the waters as he did in Egypt. In that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat. (laughs) Had too many Twinkies. (laughs) They enter AF. They uh, pass what? through Migron. They store supplies at Micmash. Paddywhack. Give a dog a bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know all those places. I, nor do I. Yeah. They go over the pass and say, we will camp tonight at Jeba. Was it also through the woods? To grandmother's house we go? Possibly, yeah. They'll be coming around the mountain on six coming, white horses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On top when of they old, come. On, on top of old Smokey. Yeah, and then it's all covered with cheese. The meatball, it rolled under a bush or something. Somebody sneezed. I always wondered. (laughs) Rama trembles. Gibeah of Saul flees. Cry out, daughter Gallum. Listen, Laisha. I feel like we're rambling on about some really, I don't even know what Dark shit. Dark shit. I I don't, uh, yeah, okay. Poor Anathoth. 
Madmanah is in flight. The people of Jebum take cover. This day they will halt at Nob. Ooh. Mm. Good old they, Nob. They will shake their fist at the Mount of Daughter Zion, at the hill of Jerusalem. See the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will lop off the boughs with great power. The lofty trees will be felled. The tall ones will be brought low. He will cut down the forest thickets with an axe. Okay. Lebanon will fall before the mighty one. I see. The end. Okay. This um, was bullshit. It was, and I'm getting very frustrated with Isaiah because Isaiah is talking a lot of shit for God. Mm-hmm. And Christians apparently take a lot of this to heart. Mm-hmm. And if you are taking this to heart, I'm going to take these words and say, okay, so this is your God. You are you are incorporating these words into your Bible and saying mm-hmm. these things are prophecies of things to come with regard to Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So that opens up this chapter fair game as to how God operates. Right, right. Because... This is part of your words. This is part of what you've incorporated. Right. So, and and to be honest, God's been a real dick in this yeah. fucking chapter. Yeah. Yeah, he has. Or, well, chapter, book, whatever. So far, everything, he's been a dick. And then they would say, yes, he is powerful and mighty and we should fear him because that's why Jesus is so awesome. But also at the same time, when G- when Jesus came, he, you know, all the, all the things are not, any, they're not true anymore. Now, now you just gotta follow Jesus's law, not that old, not that old Leviticus shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so, but then they're like, but still the Ten Commandments. And I'm like, why? That's in the Old Testament too. I just, I don't understand all the fucking rules the as to what and we forth. follow, what we don't follow, why we follow it. And I'm like, can we just like, can it make some sense? Can somebody make it make some sense to me? Like, like actual sense, right? Not just like you want it to make sense, right. but like actual sense. Yeah. Where, what is you? None of you agree on. What is the actual thing that is what the Bible stands for? You all make up your own fucking rules and you decide what you want to follow, what you don't want to follow, what you're going to say about this and what you're going to say about that based on who tells you what you should think. Right. You, you don't base it on anything other than just hearsay from people that you quote unquote trust. Right. And it's just bullshit. I hate it. And when I'm reading through this, I'm getting pissed because there's so much crap in here and God is such a dick and a murderer and a fuck nut and i mean just fuck him yeah that's all that's all i got um i think you said it all husband are you okay i'm fine you guys were sick for a couple days i've been pen there's there's been some pent up uh anger building up i guess against god of whatever of the bible so you you didn't get to i didn't get to vent for a couple of days i need to let it all out you know so fair Fair. yeah maybe we should take days off more often huh (laughs) (laughs) we come back and you're like explosive diarrhea of the mouth man all right well i think that's all we got for today we are doing our q a um on saturday Mm -hmm. uh, like we used to do um, obviously we already did some Q and A for the first three no, this week. No, we're not doing it on Saturday. We're doing well, it on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're releasing this late on Saturday because we suck and we're, we were, you know, the house was sick. Yes. So, and then, so we'll do the Q and A on Sunday along with book club on Sunday. And I'll get the wrap up done that day. And then we'll be back as a regular schedule on Monday with Isaiah chapter 11. Sounds good. We'll see you guys then. Okay. Bye. Wife. Do you know?
know what today is and isn't? Well, today is is Sunday. It is not Saturday. It is not Saturday. And yet. And yet, what are we doing today? Q&A Saturday, but on, but a, on Sunday. a Sunday because we were late because yes. we suck and there was sickness and all kinds of things happening. And really, by the time people are listening to this, it might even be Monday mm. or later. Who knows? If at all. Yeah. Right. So there's that. Um, but what are we going over today in the Q&A? Because we, we started doing Q&As during the episodes, mm-hmm. but now we're not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a mishmash. I thought we would kind of recap the first 10 chapters of Isaiah a little bit. Just like a one to two sentence summary to kind of okay. tell us where we're at and what's happening. Got it. Got it. Of each chapter, you know. Okay. Like, I don't know. Does that sound cool? Sure. Sure. Okay. Okay. Just to kind of catch us up to where we're at. Okay. Yeah. And then what? what's the, we're, we're going over a couple of chapters today though. Yeah. Also, which yeah. would be what? Um, it would be, I guess, like nine and ten. Okay. Question mark. Sounds good. Let's go ahead and get into this. Okie dokie. All right. So let's just talk about each chapter briefly. Briefly. Okay. Okay. All right. So chapter one. Isaiah condemns the people of Judah for their sins and warns them of God's judgment. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So that happened. Yep. Do you remember all that? Sure. Kind okay. of. Yeah. Chapter two, Isaiah describes the coming Messiah and his kingdom of peace and justice. Who may or may not be Jesus. Right. Right. <laughs> I do kind of remember that. Yeah. Okay. So chapter three, Isaiah prophecies the destruction of Judah and the exile of its people to Babylon. Yeah. Okay. But but did he really prophesy it? No, if, it was fucking it was written already, after the fact. Yeah. You know you know it was. Like we all know it was. We all know it was. You don't right. this, is, this is all bullshit. It is all bullshit. So chapter four, Isaiah offers a message of hope to the exiled Israelites, assuring them that God will deliver them and restore them to their homeland. Mm. So that was a kind of important ish chapter. Right. And if I recall correctly, it was a super short one. Right, right. I I have to throw out one thing here. Mm-hmm. So, even if this person wrote stuff prior to them, you know, making this a Bible thing or whatever, and prophesized whatever bullshit happened, right? Mm-hmm. There's people that throw out all kinds of prophecies all the time. Right. This just happened to be the one guy that was like, "Yep, that was the one." That's the one that. And stuck. I bet they embellished it, even if that was what happened. Right. So sorry, just no, had to interject. I there. totally agree. It's nothing we haven't said before, though. Right, right. So chapter five, Isaiah describes the new Jerusalem, which will be a place of peace and righteousness. With much less people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, because that's what happens after the flood. <laughs> I mean, after the murder bath. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chapter six, and that was this past week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Isaiah sees a vision of God in his glory and is commissioned to be a prophet to the people of Judah. She really cut down on those drugs, man. Seriously, he ate one too many mushrooms yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is when he saw God on, like, the throne and whatever. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay, chapter 7. Isaiah assures King Ahaz that Judah will be delivered from its enemies, and he prophecies the coming of the Messiah again. Sure. Only, okay. Whatever. Only it's going to, like... 
some of them, like two of them. There's like two people left when it's all done. Some, I and keep, according I to which keep chapter, saying, you, depending on which chapter you're in. I keep saying two, but I mean, <laughs> I made up that number. <laughs> right, yeah. But yeah, there will be a remnant is what it, they're right, called. Right, right. Okay. Chapter eight. Isaiah condemns the people of Judah for their unbelief and warns them of God's judgment. Yeah, he's going to turn you all in the mud and shit. He's going to trample you in the mud. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because he doesn't really like you. No, no. I mean. Isaiah. Oh, this is chapter nine. Isaiah prophecies about the coming Messiah who will bring peace and justice to the world again. Right. He's saying this again. Yeah. And then chapter 10, Isaiah condemns the Assyrians for their pride and arrogance. Saying, don't be proud just because I'm using you as a tool. Right. And he prophesies their dis- destruction. Okay. So he's right, like, right. He's like, I'm going to use you to destroy the people that I only kind of like. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be like, I don't like you even more. So mm-hmm. then I'm going to, after I have use you, I'm going to destroy you. Right. It's like using a tool that you really hate. What kind of tools do you really hate that you would use? Uh, I'm trying to think of tools that okay, you might hate. What about if you. Like, we just watched the movie Renfield, and he ripped the guy's arms off, and then he used the arms of his enemy yeah, to a, kill. Yeah, as a tool to kill other people. Right? Could yeah. it be like that? Maybe, because you'd really hate the fact. Yeah, I guess that could that be. That would make Renfield God in that case, and he's like, I hate right. you, I'll take your arms, and I hate you, I will beat you with those arms. Okay, okay. Except that the person that he pulled the arms off of would have to be from a different group association country than the one that he beat them with right you know what i mean yeah for that analogy to work whereas they were from the same organization sure so that analogy was really bad actually (laughs) but i liked it nonetheless because i got to mention that he ripped somebody's arms off and used them as weapons yes that shit is funny when that happens that's a pretty funny movie yeah good Mm -hmm. i love nicholas cage i can't help it he's a weirdo and i would love to meet him yeah All right, so I felt like these chapters basically talked about God saying, if you don't worship me, I'm going to kill you. Through Isaiah. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that was a big part of what we were talking about because the people that are going to be punished for not believing in God correctly or whatever, Mm -hmm. they have to believe Isaiah Mm -hmm. on top of believing in the Lord. Right. And fearing the Lord correctly. Yes. Yes. But let's pretend I, they definitely know Isaiah's the one, right? However, maybe sure. he walks around glowing or with a giant arrow floating over his head that says, this one's the real prophet. Yeah. Trusty, right. trusty doodle. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's pretend that's happening. Sure. They know Isaiah's the one to trust, right? Okay. There really is a God in this book, right? Mm-hmm. Let, mm-hmm. Let's pretend all of this to be true. Okay. God is essentially telling his people, worship me or I will kill you. Right. I mean, yes. isn't that what it comes down to? It is. It is. But when I was trying to find something that agreed with me on that, all of the apologists came out from the woodwork to say, no, 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 you don't understand. Right. This book is actually one of hope and redemption, even in the midst of judgment, because he's not killing all of them. He's letting oh, some live. so... So it's a it's a book of hope and redemption for for Jill, but Joe is fucked. For the 
Why did you use Jill and Joe? Because it started with J and I just felt like... That's the Bidens, literally. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it was just... uh, That was not on purpose, actually, in any way whatsoever. That's hilarious. Yeah. Interesting. No. um, Basically, he's saying, not believe me or I'll kill you, or worship me or I'll kill you. He's saying, worship me or I will kill 98% of you. Right. That's... Still that's, shitty, that's you guys. That's never a message of hope. That is not redemption and hope. That is not... There is there is no scenario where that is a hopeful scenario. Right. If and you told me today that we should be happy that 98% of us are going to die, I would not be happy. No. Not if there's an option and it's some capricious fuck up in the sky that's just like no i i'm going to do it though if i went to the doctor and they said that i only had a 2% chance to live i would not be happy that does not feel like hope no that's not that's, these are not hopeful statements right yeah so i was really dismayed over that like how do you not see that that is abusive and that that is not good that's not a good relationship right right kill Worship me or I'm going to kill the majority of you. Yeah. It, the whole or else is the problem. Then you get into the numbers of it and you're like, and it's even worse. Well, and I said this in another chapter that we were going through, but I just, I can't get over the fact that God says that we have free will and that that's, or well, I, I should say apologists all are like, well, God gives us free will so that we can choose our own destiny. It's about our how we live in heaven or whatever and blah, 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 right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll be judged someday, right? Mm-hmm. But no, in the Old Testament, God is judging immediately. Mm-hmm. He's bringing people to kill people immediately. Children. Yes. Babies. Uh, according to the Bible. Yeah. According to the Bible. Yes. And so, God, you can't have free will where you're going to be judged someday in heaven mm-hmm. and also immediate judgment. Right. You got to pick one. Well, the someday in heaven is New Testament. Right. But it's the same fucking God. But it's not according the same. According to the religion. But it's not the same deal, quote unquote. Okay. So this is like make heaven great again type thing or something? like. No, this is you're, you're using words of Christians, not of the Jewish faith. And right now we are still in... Jewish faith land. We haven't crossed over into Christian land. I understand yet. that, and but I have I have major hangups as to how um, him sending his son to die for humanity solves all the problems that he created prior to that. Right. Well, I have some really large I'm, hangups. I'm over that. with you, and we will talk about that when we get there. But for now, it's not you have free will, and um, we'll deal with it someday in heaven. For now, it's no, you will. Worship me correctly. You will choose me. You will love me. You will fear me. You will worship me. Or I will kill you. Or I will kill most of you. Or I will kill some of you. Regardless of what the numbers is, it involves I will kill you. Right, right. And that is horrifying. Yeah. That is not good. No. So here are some notes to remember, though, as we continue reading through this book. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's important to note that Isaiah is speaking to a specific audience, the people of Judah, at a specific time in history. So 
he's not telling us that. He's telling Judah that. And I'm sure. like, uh-huh, still mean. Right. <laughs> Does not make me feel better. Right, right. The people of Judah have turned away from God and embraced idolatry and injustice, as is their choice. Yeah. But And also, again, you're speaking through human beings and not speaking mm-hmm. for yourself. And as a result, God's judgment is coming upon them. So... That's, right. the, that's the next sentence in my notes. As a result of their choice, which was not to worship God correctly, mm-hmm. God's judgment is coming upon them. So, again, what part of worship me or I'll kill you am I getting wrong? It's They're trying to tell me it's more nuanced than that. And I'm like, but right. it's not. No, it's per not. your own notes, it's not, guy. No, they want, they want it to sound wonderful and good. Because and it's just not. They, they don't. They're... You you can't make the Old Testament that we've read thus far sound good. You can't. There is so much, like God is an asshole in this book. Mm-hmm. He's so mean. far. He's so mean. Far. I mean, we haven't read the New Testament yet. We haven't got there. We haven't read all of the Old Testament yet. But so far, he's so a dick. So far, he's a dick. So. And then, so the next part of my notes is, however, God is also a God of mercy and compassion. He will save a remnant of faithful people and restore them to their homeland. Mm, that's not compassion in my book. No, it's not. It And it's not kindness. And it's not like, oh, thank goodness we survived even though God killed like 90% of the people I know and love. You know what that's like? That's like, that's favoritism. That's like me saying, I, let, I, I this is no way something I would ever do, but let, let's just say... I'm going to pick, uh, I'm going to take all of our city and I'm going to pick my friends and family. And I'm going to kill the rest of you because I don't like you as much. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you guys just didn't worship me well enough. So sorry. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We're, we're, we're a big podcast. Why don't you worship us more? I'm letting people live. I'm nice. Fuck. Right. You should be glad. Yeah. Why aren't you more happy? I don't I, understand. These people like me. I, I don't know what your fucking problem is. So. Yeah. And that's what this is. And it's gross. And I hate it. I hate it. No, it's crap. Okay, here's another note. It is also important to understand that God's judgment is not arbitrary or capricious. Bullshit. It's always a response to sin, except for sometimes when it's not. Right. That's, That's bullshit. I know. I hate these notes. When people sin, they turn away from God and choose to live their lives independently of him. This separation from God leads to suffering and death. God's judgment is a way of bringing people back to himself, except for they're dead, though, mm-hmm. and restoring them to the fullness of life, except mm-hmm. they're dead, though. Right, right. So, no. Well, I, I would imagine part of that is saying that the people that died probably were sinful somehow. Right. So, So, he's whatever. not bringing them closer to him. Right. He's like saying, fuck you, die. Mm-hmm. And he's telling the rest of them, you better stay right with me. Yeah, or else you might end up like that. Mm-hmm. So, here's the third point. It is important to remember that God's salvation is not automatic. It is something that must be received by faith. Those who repent of their sins and turn to God in faith will be forgiven and saved. Unless he's already killed you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, those who refuse to repent will experience God's judgment. So again, worship me or I'll kill you. Right. I mean, I don't know how to get any more clear than that. Yeah, so, no, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And that that is gross. And it's been the message pretty much throughout the entire mm-hmm. Old Testament so far. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. There is no love in this. This is not about love. No. And anybody who tries to tell me it is, I'm sad for you because you don't know love. It's about love. narcissism and jealousy. Yeah. 
if, if if we're to take the Bible and God at its word as it is in the Bible in canon. Right, exactly. So here are some specific examples of how Isaiah reconciles his prophecies of judgment with his prophecies of salvation. Because it's supposed to be two sides of the same coin is what I've been told. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. In Isaiah 127, Isaiah prophecies that Zion will be redeemed with justice and her repentant ones will be righteousness. Okay. Her repentant ones will be filled with righteousness. Okay. So again, a few people get to live. Yay. Mm -hmm. And that's good. We're supposed to be excited about that. Okay. Okay. Number two, in Isaiah chapter six, verses six and seven, Isaiah is forgiven of his sins and commissioned to be a prophet to the people of Judah. Oh, so that happened. Got it. Yeah. When he was like chosen and cleansed for all of this. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, how does that impact me though? Like, yay, I'm so glad God chose. chose But he, is he telling us that God chose him Mm -hmm. or did a king anoint him or like, how does this chosen thing get happened? Isaiah is telling us this. Okay. We just have to take his word for it. I'm chosen by the way. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. No argument. I tried great. to tell awesome. him I was a fuck face and he was like not having it, y'all. So I took a really <laughs> good bath, washed up good, made sure that my foreskin was chopped off correctly. Right, right. Everything was in place. And yeah, I'm good to go, you guys. Yeah, I'm you a prophet. Just, yep. Believe me. Yeah, just do it. Okay, number three. In Isaiah 714, Isaiah prophecies that a virgin will conceive and bear a son who will be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And that's very exciting. Except for that he's the one that fucks the virgin mm-hmm. and then also names it. Yeah. So. So, again, that's what? That's weird. Yeah. All, and, unless, of course, you're the Christians who believe that that was Jesus. So, right. Exactly. Which also doesn't really make sense. So. Yeah, I don't get it. So, here's another thing that I learned about this book, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. Um. The book of Isaiah is split in two. And I did mention that early on when we started chapter one. But what I didn't realize is that it is split in two to the point that the first half of the book is referred to as first Isaiah. And the second half is referred to as second Isaiah as though they are separate books, even though they're not. Got it. And a lot of notes that I referenced would would say first Isaiah or second Isaiah as though they were separate books. Interesting, but they're not actually physically listed that way in the book. It's just one book of Isaiah. It's just known as first Isaiah and second Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because one happens before the Babylonian exile and one happens during and after. Got it. So that's the definitive line demarking the two. Okay. So I just thought that was an interesting note to include here. Well, we should probably mention when we go into quote unquote second Isaiah. Yes, I agree. So we will do that. Yeah. Is that uh, pretty much all you've got for us on the Q&A today? That's pretty much all I've got for Q&A Saturday on on a Sunday. Yeah. All right. So that is that. And uh, we will be getting out a book club here shortly, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be getting the weekly wrap up done still tonight. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be back tomorrow with Isaiah chapter 11. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what we're doing now? I think we're doing our book club now. That's not how you say it. Oh, that's not? How do you say it? 
Sacrilegious Book Club. Right. That's yes. the one. Yes. All right. That's right. what we're doing. Yeah. So what are we going over in our book club tonight? Well, we are still reading Probably Forever, A Treasury of Jewish Folklore, Stories, Traditions, Legends, Humor, Wisdom, and Folk Songs of the Jewish People, mm-hmm. edited by Nathan Ozubel. And part one was Jewish Salt, part two was Heroes, and that is, oh no, we're in part three, The Human Comedy, okay? Okay. And chapter one was about droll characters, and that had like schnorvers in it. Yeah. Stuff like that. Right. And chapter two was Rogues and Sinners. Okay. So, you know, it had Rogues and Sinners in it. Yeah, yeah. And now we are in part, chapter three, Traditional Types. That sounds boring. Today we're going to read about cantors, preachers, and rabbis, and Rothschild and other rich men. Okay. I have to tell you, this wasn't my favorite bit. All right. Okay. Well, let's go so, see uh, what what's going on. Do you know what a cantor is? No. It's a singer. Got it. All right. Well, let's go get into this. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, so this bit opens with a really lengthy intro. I'm not reading the whole thing to you because it doesn't need to be. Right, right, yeah. Um, I'll just read this couple sentences here. Okay. Okay. The Jew, an adept at the wise king's teaching to do everything in its own season, found time to scoff as well as to revere, to be skeptical as well as to extol. This was not done from caprice or malice, but rather out of good-humored raillery, prompted by a recognition that the noblest and the wisest also have their comic and foolish sides, Mm. which I can agree to that. Sure. Therefore, all life passed in review before the folk humorist who was no respecter of persons or of the degree of their eminence. So everybody farts, basically. Got it. Got it. That's the way I view that. Yes. Everybody, without exception, was a candidate for the butt of his jokes. Okay? Okay. So, you heard me say cantor, and that is what the opening bit covers. And I said it's a singer. Yeah. It's the person who leads the singing in um, the synagogue. Okay. And a lot of times they were thought to not have great voices, so it's like a joke. Among them. Um, Another thing that they covered was Rothschild Mm -hmm. and rich people, rich Jews specifically. And um, they used the term very generically as in if they said, oh, there goes a Rothschild. They don't mean anybody specific. It's a very generic, rich. Gentile, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. um, Jewish person. person. Jewish person. Yeah. Yeah. Not a Gentile, a Jewish person. Right, right. But a rich one. Right. And they were often thought to be stingy Got by it. by the people, by the Jewish people. Okay. Like, I'm not trying to right. put stereotype, forth any stereotypes. Stereotype, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to explain the the jokes that are being written by Jewish people, what they so joke about. So it's quite possible maybe that the Jewish people started their own stereotype about themselves. Correct. So and I, I don't know... How that all transpired. Yeah, I don't know that. I, but I'm, it's, just, it, I'm just saying it's, it's possible. It is possible. All I know is I don't know. Right. And I'm not trying to get into all that. I'm just trying to 
make sure everybody knows that I'm not trying to stereotype. Right, right. I'm merely bringing the information from this book. Right, right. Okay? So the first one that we're going to read is on page 391, and it's called A Cantor After 70. Okay. Okay? When God created the world, he first made animals, and after that, man. After he had created the dog, the dog asked God, what must I do in the world? And God answered, you will have a master who will beat you if you will not obey him. Oh. Yeah. You'll chew on bones and bark at the moon. Whee, that sounds fun, right? No. How long will I live? Asked the dog. Seventy years. What? Wait, what? What? Cried the dog. Lead a dog's life for seventy years? Fifteen is enough. Fifteen years it shall be, agreed God <laughs> graciously. <laughs> Next, God created a horse. What must I do in the world? The horse asked, and God answered, you will pull a load and get a good whipping for your trouble. Mm. I mean, this just sounds great, right? Right, yeah. And how long will I live? Seventy years. What? cried the horse. Lead a horse's life for seventy years? Twenty-five is enough. Twenty-five years it shall be, agreed God graciously. Mm. Graciously, after he created the animal mm -hmm. to be beaten and carry right? a load. Right, yeah, yeah, what a nice okay. guy. Right. Yeah. Love this God. Yeah. Having created all the animals, God next made a cantor, a person that leads mm. the singing. Yeah. What must I do in the world, asked the cantor. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's probably cantor. So apologies if I'm mispronouncing it. I'm always like that. <laughs> and God answered, you will have to sing at all weddings and circumcision parties. When you chant the service in the synagogue, the members of the congregation will be in raptures. Your life will be an endless pleasure. How long will I live? Seventy years. Mm. Seventy years? Why, that's way too little, mm. cried the cantor. Almighty God, grant me many more years beyond my allotted seventy. You shall have more years if you wish it, agreed God graciously. But where could God find for him the years beyond three score and ten? He could only give it to him from the years allotted to the dogs and the horse. Therefore, good friend, if you listen to a cantor who is above seventy years old, don't be surprised if he howls like a dog. And if you eat with him, don't be surprised if he gorges like a horse. <laughs> the end. Got Did it. you love it? Man, that's great. That's one of the better ones of these. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Was not impressed with this You're selection. You're setting this up for all of our listeners to just drop off. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're just getting through this book just like the Bible, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, now we're going to read one from Preachers and Rabbis. Okay. And that's page 392. A letter of recommendation. Okay. The post of rabbi was vacant in a Bronx congregation. A rabbi who had but recently given up a pulpit in Brooklyn applied. The president of the Bronx congregation did the usual routine thing. He wrote a letter of inquiry about the rabbi to the Brooklyn congregation. Shortly after, he got the following answer. Our rabbi, our former rabbi can easily be compared to Moses, to Shakespeare, to Demosthenes, and to God the Father. Wow, jeez. Right? The Bronx congregation was impressed and delighted with this glowing praise. Right. So they appointed the Brooklyn rabbi to their pulpit. But it did not take long for them to discover that their new rabbi was no genius. So in a huff. The president wrote a sizzling letter to the Brooklyn congregation, upbraiding it for the deception and demanding an explanation. Several days later, they got the following reply. Why do you call us names? Who has deceived you? We wrote you as we did for the following reasons. 
Our former rabbi can be compared to Moses because, like him, he knows no English. <laughs> to Shakespeare because, like him, he knows no Yiddish. To Demosthenes because, like him, he speaks as if he has pebbles rolling in his mouth. And to God the Father because, like him, our former rabbi is positively not human. <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked that one. All right. All right. On page 393, we will read Fair Solution. Okay. The rabbi was walking along the road when he met a fat, rich man who was smoking. Why do you smoke? It's an awful vice, he rebuked him. I smoke to help me digest my dinner. I overate, apologized the fat, rich man. Further on, the rabbi met a thin, poor man who was also smoking. Why do you smoke? Don't you know it's a terrible vice? The rabbi lectured him severely. I smoke to drive away the pangs of hunger murmured the thin poor man apologetically. Lord of the world, cried the rabbi, lifting his eyes to heaven. Where is your justice? If only the fat rich man would give the thin poor man some of his dinner, both of them would be healthier and happier, and neither of them would have to smoke. Perfect, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yes, that is correct. Right. I, Socialism no, is wonderful. No lies detected, friend. Right. Okay. So the next one we're going to read is on page 395, and we're entering the Rothschild section, okay? Okay. This one's called Living Deluxe. Okay. In the Jewish cemetery at Frankfurt am Main lives the mag or I'm sorry, lies the magnificent grave of Reb Amschel Rothschild, the founder of the famous banking family. One day a poor man from Galicia came to see the grave and stood marveling at the tombstone's beauty and costliness. Tch, tch, that's what I call living, he murmured to himself in rapture. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that something? That's good, yeah. I think there's one more, yeah. Okay, on page 398, True Grief. Okay. At the funeral of the richest man in town, a great many mourners turned out to pay their last respects to the dead. Among the multitude was a poor man who heaved deep sighs as he followed the hearse. Are you a close relation to the deceased? Someone asked him commiseratingly. Well, I'm no relation at all, he replied. Then why do you weep? That's why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took me a second, too. Right, yeah. Yeah, so that is it for that section. Next time... We will be getting into a continuation of this chapter, or yeah, of this chapter, traditional types, um, with doctors and patients, waiters and restaurants, and matchmakers. Mm, that sounds kind of possibly interesting. Yeah, that sounds funner. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Though they weren't that bad today. You you set me up for like really bad, and I'm like, it wasn't that bad. I like to think it's just because I read the best ones, and I read them well. Got it. Got it. I credit myself. Okay. God what? gets to credit himself for everything. Right, I get to yeah. credit myself. Fair enough. Hmm, hmm. All right. Well, that was our episode today for the book club. For Sacrilegious Book Club. And uh, I'll be getting out the weekly wrap-up here shortly, and <laughs> then we'll be back tomorrow with... Or, or maybe even today, because it's late. Well, yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. It'll be out after this one. Isaiah chapter 11. There you go. We'll see you then. Yep. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end? But, husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. 
stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.